0: <laughs> come one, come on! to the United States of Paranormal, presenting Dolltober, a month long event where these two teams will be delivering terrifying tales of positively adorable possessed dollies. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs>
1: Moment to appreciate Brandon's imitation Balsa Wood mask.
2: Yeah,
3: it looks horrendous. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> nice. Thank you to everybody that dressed up. The rest of you should be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah, yeah, you should be. Yeah, that's right. I'm saying that I don't have a costume on. <laughs> that's my bad. Uh, We're dressed up as sad people.
4: Yeah, basically. There you go. See, he knows the fact.
3: Alright, uh, well for those who weren't here last time we're the United States of Paranormal Podcast we're a weekly podcast that's based out of Texas and Indiana, we're the Texas team Team Tejas, uh, Team Boogers is up north where they belong
1: That said uh, each team brings their own flair to how they deliver our stories uh, Team Boogers have a nice easy listening vibe about their storytelling with a few jokes in there, uh, and we uh, rely solely on Potty humor and uh, anal tuberculosis. Are you? That's how are, are you gonna go.
3: take the mask off for the? I bought it. I'm gonna use it. That's, that's horrible. I mean, listen,
1: it's better for all of us if you yeah. use it on. I promise.
3: Okay, so uh, last time we were here, we did uh, basically we did three cryptid stories, and you guys had to determine what was real. Uh,
1: what? That was the sound of me starting the recording, which I forgot to do. Uh, Way uh, to go. Yeah. Boo, Matt. Uh, That's fine. So welcome to the United States of Paranormal Podcast.
5: Uh, I am not
3: reiterating all that. We're just going to, anybody who listens to this thing knows that we're a bunch of
6: screw-ups. So. Do you assume someone's going to listen?
3: Uh, but uh, we want to thank Poor Brothers real quick for having us come back so we can get a round of applause for Poor Brothers. I'm going to mention again for everybody that just got here. um, If you buy any food from the Seasons over here, uh, you get entered in a raffle. So make sure you get your raffle ticket if you buy any grub. And another way to get in the raffle for the pint glasses is getting one of our uh, seasonal koozies. I
6: also also suggest everyone buys lots of booze so they can actually make through this travesty that's about to occur here.
3: That's fair. I'm a little bit more optimistic than
1: that. Yeah, it's a happy travesty.
3: Okay, so but we've got two glasses up here for the costume contest, uh, first place and second place, and then we've got three other pint glasses that are for the raffles. So like I said, if you want to get in on it, get some grub or get some koozies. But that being said, uh, we also lean heavily on uh, crowd participation because we can't keep this afloat by ourselves. So uh, I actually wanted to see if anybody wanted to come up and uh, name off some of their like Halloween traditions they have. Has anybody got something they do every year or something they look forward to every year? I'd love to hear from you. Somebody has got to stand up. There you go. Um, which? Uh, the one that's your size. Yeah,
0: I know t- I <laughs> noticed, Logan.
3: Do we need to lower that for you?
0: Maybe a little bit. Just a little bit. It can, it can bend. There you go. Okay, can there you tell everybody
3: name? what's your name? Amber. Hi, Amber.
0: Hi. Everybody say hi to Amber.
1: Hi, Amber.
0: Hi, everybody. What are you up to tell us about? Um. Usually every Halloween, I watch all the Scream movies. And I also make sure to watch Trick or Treat. You watch all the Scream movies? Yes.
3: So you watch the one with uh, Hayden Pantera in it? Yes. You can sit back down. <laughs> <laughs>
6: and what that also hey, tells us is favorite, that... Hey, okay? I is also that,
7: watch Freddy Krueger, take but... Take the mask you know. off, please. Your
3: audio is awful.
6: Okay, what that also tells us is that she spends her whole day and night watching Scream... And trick or treat, which means she does not go out.
3: No, no that's not true. That. She Why actually, she, she actually uh, lives in a neighborhood that actually still has decent trick or treating, and she does that really good. So you just made yourself kind of look like an ass. Um,
1: if you know any neighborhoods that are doing fantastic trick or treating, please hit us up at the United States of Paranormal at Yeah,
3: it's pretty hard to get it going.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't have to email me, Amber. Please don't. You don't have to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I jest.
3: Okay, so what we're going to get it off is all of us are doing something a little bit different this time. Um, They both have, uh, you have a story? Yeah.
1: No, yes,
3: I have a story. You have a story? Yeah, yeah. OK.
1: Just because I forgot my notes does not mean I have, I don't have most of it memorized, and I have the part that I don't have memorized with me. So we're good. So last time we did this, we were lying to you for two-thirds of the night. Uh, This
3: time, it's only one-third of the night. (laughs) Okay, so she said that she watches Scream. Does anybody else have like a go-to, must-watch Halloween movie? You guys are the worst. Monster Squad is my top three. Top three Monster Squad. For me, it's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Monster Squad, and Trick or Treat. But Monster Squad is, it's <laughs> slept on, man. It's like Goonies meets Universal Monsters, man. Does Wolfman have nards? There's questions like that got answered for us in that movie.
1: Well, I just watched the new Hocus Pocus last night. Anybody see that film yet? No. You're not missing out. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, it would be a fantastic movie if you're 13 years old.
3: That's probably um, what they're aiming
1: for. Which is probably what it was for the original as well.
6: I think Matt just stumbled onto the point
3: of the film. Yeah, I mean, I can still watch well, things. See, now, what we, what we missed out on here with the crowd participation is we forgot to tell them that there's bribes up here. If you participate, you get a sticker. We've got some really cool stickers. Come get a sticker. Good lord. But if you participate, you get a sticker. So technically, you get a sticker, even though you didn't come up to the mic. So don't you come up here and get you a sticker? Come on out.
1: Amber, I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. Yeah. You have a choice. You can have a sticker, or you can have a firm nod of approval from myself.
3: <laughs> we got uh, Over here, we've got actual podcast stickers over here. Which I see our- where we and stand. And then we got our brewery wow. ones right here. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's Mothman drinking some booze. That's a good choice. We also got some uh, cryptid stickers here from Dan and Don over there in their uh, ye olde cryptid RV.
1: Wait, did they bring that here?
3: Yeah, it's parked out in the parking lot. Oh, dope. I'm
1: going to have to come look at it. I've seen photos. I'd love to see it in person.
3: So it's hard to believe that nobody out here has like a favorite Halloween. Is everybody just shy or or do all y'all just do the Halloween a serious injustice?
8: Good lord. Do you watch
3: something every year for Halloween? I do. I always watch *Season of the Witch*. I watch *Trick or Treat*, and I try to watch *Monster Squad* if possible. Oh, but I watch—I watch *Monster Squad* multiple times a year. So, let's is be honest, it's a fantastic movie. Look, oh. you gonna participate? I'm proud of you. Now, the people at home that are listening, uh, she is dressed as Eddie,
0: which yeah. is dope as hell. And then,
3: yeah, and then we got—we uh, got Surfer Boy Pizza. Man, I forget his name. <laughs> Argyle, there you go. We got our, have you tried that pizza from Walmart? Dude, it is amazing. Like, you wouldn't think Walmart pizza is great, but they have Surf Boy pizza there, and it is outstanding. Oh. Well, what's up, Eddie?
0: What's up? What's your real name? My name is Lindsay.
3: <laughs> Lindsay, what you got for us?
0: So, we uh, watch the, we call them Ghosty Boys, but we watch the Ghost Adventures thing they do at night.
3: Oh, mind. you watch the Baggins? Yeah. Yeah, we talk about Baggins all the time on our podcast. That probably wasn't me. That was probably him. What are you doing? It's I'm making her
1: louder, and that's making problems. I'm sorry. I'm taking care of it. It takes me a minute.
0: There, I'm closer.
1: So,
3: uh, you you saying you watch the Baggins? Yes. What'd you guys watch?
0: Uh, just when you know when they do their Halloween special. Yeah. That's what we just uh, we sit there and watch that.
3: Was it like his actual spooky stuff, or was it Baggins hosting that Bake Off thing?
0: Um, no, the uh, one that they uh, we haven't. I can't remember if we I watched, watched it It was like hell,
3: hell Something. They did something special this year. Yeah, it was Just, like
0: a 12-hour or all-night thing that they did. That's a lot did. of yeah.
3: Baggins to watch, we 12 hours. We didn't stay up all night.
0: That's, that. yeah, that's too much. It's yeah, either it's that or Nightmare Before Christmas. It's fair. Now, is Nightmare Before Christmas
3: a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm
3: always arguing. Oh, now everybody wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we
1: struck a nerve.
0: Um, that's what my husband thinks. It's a Halloween movie. But my thing is, it's both. I, you know, both is a solid
3: answer. I would say Christmas because yeah. you know they sing this is Halloween and then the rest is Christmas content. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. will say we are slowly getting better Christmas movies to watch traditionally anyway. So we can we can leave Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween and now we can start is the, is watching the things. movies about him. But Who now we've got Claus? look. Now we've got Krampus. Now we've got uh, Santa Slays, which comes out this year.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: there's hope. I'll, I'll go with you. It's a, it's, it's I'm, both. I'm really picky
0: about like my Halloween movies. I'm kind of over the jump scare. I want the thriller.
3: Yeah, That's no. What I want. The horror movies as of late have been. rough yeah. There's some good ones out there, but they, a lot of them lean on the jump scares. Like I
0: really like Thirteen Ghosts. I know like a lot of people. Well, and a lot really, of people in our show, a lot of people yeah, in our network movie. like
3: Thirteen Ghosts. It's
0: a great movie. That the ghosts look amazing.
6: Yeah, hey, oh, there's Tony Shalhoub in it. Like who does who dislikes him? He played a monk. Oh.
0: Okay, yeah. Sure. And uh, there was yeah. another one. Um, what's the guy that played on Back to the Future? You talk. You talking
3: about uh,
0: Michael talk, J. Fox. Yeah, the right. one where the ghosts follow him. Frighteners.
3: Around. Yes. Oh, you love are my new best movie. friend. I love Frighteners. That, I not, love not that lot of movie. People watch that. I mean, but if Michael you're going to talk Fox about Michael J. Fox, see ghosts and they hang out with them. He he uses them to go make cases to bug people, so they call him out to get rid of them. I mean, if you
1: have to see dead people, you might as well put them to use, right? Yeah,
3: exactly. They're, yes. They are gross looking, too. The nerdy guy I that's like constantly like. love my favorite. Yeah, he's pretty gnarly.
0: Yeah.
2: So,
3: oh, fantastic and, choices. Yeah. Thank you You're very welcome. much for coming up. Come grab a sticker. Oh, yeah, sticker. hey, yeah, come get your sticker. You got cryptids over here and podcast stickers over here. Uh, there's a bunch of random cryptids getting drunk. Yeah, the Chupacabra. You got Mothman over here. This is our Dolltober. This is our month-long event that we did. And then over here, we got our poor brother's Cryptor Treater. I could have not named him something harder to say. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for coming up.
1: I noticed your uh, Cryptor Treater uh, is only the one in the Maskins mask.
3: No, it's not. This is all the oh, pumpkin mask.
1: Oh, it's the pumpkin mask.
3: See? Stickers. Participation. Anybody else okay. want to talk? There you go. <laughs> What's your name?
7: Diana. Everybody say I, hi, Diana. Diana.
3: Hi,
1: Diana. What are you in for?
6: Uh,
7: so.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me try and guess your costume title at Spirit Halloween. No, I didn't buy it at Spirit Halloween. <laughs> oh, I just assumed. I apologize. No, I made it.
3: at home. That can't see. She's dressed up as Poison Ivy and her Arkham. Uh, her Arkham's Oh, it
1: says Arkham. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I apologize. I'm stupid.
3: <laughs> well, she. To be fair, she left a lot of her leaves are on the on the Don't table. Guess. I think too. <sighs>
1: Lazy. I mean
3: oh, to make
6: the up for Matt you know it, Matt is illiterate. Oh, yeah. That's hurtful.
3: What you got for us?
7: Uh so mine isn't really movie related, but I listen to the Evil Dead the musical soundtrack every time. I've I'll
3: never play. seen the musical. It
7: is so you good. are listening.
3: It. it is pretty funny.
7: it is Beautifully done. Also Beetlejuice the musical, fantastic.
3: I want, I have mixed feelings about the Beetlejuice one, because the guy that plays, you know, I want to say the guy that plays Beetlejuice seems annoying, but Beetlejuice himself is annoying. Correct. So, (laughs) but no, I definitely, I want to check him out. I haven't. I think the last, the only musical I ever really know is Rent. And I love Rent. Rent's fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
7: If you want a very fun, uh, ridiculous musical, uh, Evil Dead, phenomenal.
3: I definitely need to check it out. You come up here and get you a sticker. Okay, so crowd participation is going great. So they're really gonna hate what I have for my story tonight. I'm just throwing that out there. Which you know what, we're gonna go ahead. And yeah. Let's talk about your
1: story real no, no, quick. No, 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 no. no we're I'm gonna, not gonna show anything. I'm not gonna show anything. I just want to show. He apparently visited the local Starbucks and wrote a book. Yeah. And decided to deliver that here tonight. So I look forward to hearing his dissertation.
3: Well, we're gonna we're, we're gonna go ahead and start with mine to get them to participate a little bit more. Okay. So. Yeah. What we've got here is I'm going to need people that want to be part of, uh, of a reading, basically. So if you want to get on mic, raise your hand. But I need at least, I think, like six people. Oh, so, God. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. See, look, hands raising. I like it. Okay, so. He didn't tell us about this. So. Yeah, no, uh, this see, is... because this was my plan. See, everybody was like, we're going to read a story. And, I mean, that was it. And I was like, why am I going to? waste my time and read a story when I can have the crowd read my story. So, <laughs> okay, so the biggest part here is going to be the narrator. So who wants to be the narrator? You'd be like the, uh, like the Crypt Keeper, the, somebody's, gotta, somebody's gotta be the narrator. So somebody raise a hand or I'll pick somebody without them raising their hand. I have no problem with it. You wanna read? You gonna do it for me? See, you didn't raise your hand, that's what happens. You're not safe, you don't raise your hand. So you're gonna be the narrator. I got it all highlighted for you, so that's good. Uh, You're gonna have to get up and get on the mic too when it happens, so. Okay, next we have got our uh, antagonist. His name's Kyle. Who wants to be Kyle? I will come to you. I'm going to Argyle. Argyle, you wanna be Kyle? You're Kyle Argyle. As
1: somebody who personally knows a Kyle, nobody will You're highlighted.
3: You're gonna have to come up here because you're gonna have to get on the mic. Where is
1: he, by the way?
3: He's working. All right, and then we've got Detective Tap. Who wants to be Detective Tap, the Tap Man? Seriously, you don't raise your hands, I'm coming for you, Eddie. Right there, you gotta do the Tap Man justice, all right? There you go, you're highlighted people not raising their hand like they're saying. I really
1: appreciate the creativity, you really spent some time coming up with these names from nowhere. Alright,
3: I've got the Ghost Trick-or-Treater, who wants to be the Ghost Trick-or-Treater? There you go. See, as I go, the lines are getting smaller, so the people that didn't raise their hand, you really whiffed it there. Alright, I've got the Scarecrow Trick-or-Treater, who wants to be the Scarecrow Trick-or-Treater? There you go.
1: No name for the Scarecrow Trick-or-Treater? No, it's just a Scarecrow.
3: All right, I've got a coroner. Who wants to be the coroner? You want to be the coroner? Who wants to Here's see how place.
1: he spelled the word coroner?
3: <laughs> Listen, I had my stuff spell checked, so. For he what? He finally spit that $5.99 on Grammarly. Who wants to be the pumpkin trick or treater? There you go. All righty. And then we got Officer Strawman. Who wants to be? There you go, right there. There you go. Look, you have the smallest line. There you go, you're good. All righty. Now, you guys are, all of you are highlighted now, but you're gonna have to keep up with it because you gotta see when you gotta talk, okay? It's gonna be leaning hard on the narrator and uh, Kyle, so good luck to you guys. And you know what, I can actually, you wanna give a mic to somebody else, or do you think we're
1: gonna... What? Yeah, be good. I'll, I don't mind loaning my mic to somebody.
3: Yeah, me or Mike, Bryn. We get to sit back and relax at this part. This okay. is all on them.
1: This was all part of his ploy to silence us and to okay, steal the show so for himself.
3: narrator, you are going to need this.
2: Oh, I only have, like, three things. Oh, yeah, all right, it's it's Maddie, let me see your mic yeah.
3: And where is Kyle? Argyle's Kyle. Yes. Okay, awesome. So there you go. So these here, for the smaller parts, even though in the same theater there is no small parts.
2: <laughs> I love you. Ooh. I'm a small person. And we can I'm keep not
3: this not up not here
2: small small to judge parts. them. And
9: we're short.
3: What's going on over here? Well, I'm not
10: going to walk by the speaker anymore.
9: I don't know what you good. good over there?
7: <laughs>
10: no. I was doing what y'all were doing earlier. Alrighty, so I think we're ready to get started. So,
3: it's, uh, it's going to be you, Mr. Narrator. Now, I'm going to be here as a director. I'll give you some creative uh, so notes scared. if needed, but I trust you. I think you'll do it. I
7: yeah, I need to giggle man- maniacally. Oh, okay, I
3: can't wait. All righty, take it away, narrator.
10: It was October 31st, and the sun was beginning to set over the small town of Etna Green. The day was just about over, but Halloween night had just begun. And this particular Halloween night will be especially long one for Kyle Parker, a man hated by most and suspected of the horrendous act of murdering children. <laughs> Though the town and local police could never prove it, seeing how the bodies of the children had never been found, this might discourage most officers, but not Detective Tapp. The man currently parked outside Kyle's house with the lukewarm cup of coffee watching, waiting, and hoping this sick bastard will slip up.
4: I
3: liked his read, that's nice. And why did people laugh at child murder?
11: There you go, there's the narrator, all right. Let's go. There you go. You got it. Halloween parked outside my house on night Hey, Tap Man.
0: Wipe that smile off your face, Parker. I know you did it, and it's only a matter of time before you slip up, and I'll be right here waiting to send you right where you belong.
11: The only place I belong, detective, is on my couch eating all this Halloween candy while I wash the Great Pumpkin. And think about how cold your miserable ass must be in your freezing car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, Parker. Halloween night has a way of dredging up people's demons and ghosts. Maybe yours will finally come to collect.
11: <laughs> spooky. Enjoy your coffee tap, man.
10: Kyle walks back to his poorly decorated house, slams the door behind him, and turns off the porch light to keep the local kids away from his doorstep. The sun has set and the night has begun, but Kyle would soon realize turning off the porch light isn't always enough to keep the trick-or-treaters at bay. The large man drops down onto his well-worn-out chair with his bowl of candy and starts to dig in when he hears multiple wet thuds on his back window. What? What the hell was that?
3: Anybody want to make a wet thud noise in the
9: mic?
10: (laughs) He slowly gets up and walks his way to the window, pulling open the curtain to see eggs dripping down his window but they weren't ordinary eggs. They were chocolate Cadbury eggs smashed into the glass, slowly oozing their sugary filling. What kind of kid would waste good candy like that? He stops mid-sittance when he notices two silhouettes in his yard. It, It can't be. He narrows his eyes, trying to get a better look at the two children, but right as he is about to get a good glance, they dart off in two different directions, giggling. Fuck, that was unsettling. That was scary. <laughs> hell no.
11: Kyle quickly closes the curtains, reaches over, and locks his door. It's gotta be the damn neighbor kids passing with me. This whole town can just go to hell. Nobody's gonna ruin my night. Right, Scooter? Kyle taps on the glass of his small aquarium, trying to cover himself
10: by conversing with his goldfish. He sits back down in his chair and reaches. Just a second. <laughs> ...reaches into his bowl again when he feels a sharp pain. Ah, son of a bitch! He looks down to see why his hand hurts, and he quickly finds out his candy was no longer the only thing in his bowl of goodies. All of his sweet treats were nestled in what looked to be a dozen or so old razor blades. How the hell is someone here? His eyes dart around in panic. From behind him, he hears low tapping on the window and a small, shaky voice.
7: Mr. Parker, is that candy for me?
10: Kyle turns <laughs> Kyle turns into his horror. There in his window is an impossibly familiar trick-or-treater in a ghost costume looking worse for wear when the last time he had seen her. Oh, God, no. In his state of fear, Kyle drops his bowl of tricks and treats, scattering candy and razors all over his floor.
7: Well, what's the matter, Mr. Parker? You like you've seen a ghost. It's just me, remember? You promised to give me lots and lots of candy, so I'm here to get it. Just let me in.
11: No, no. This this got to be a joke.
7: It's not a joke. You promised me candy. Now give it! (laughs) The little
11: ghost screams
10: as she slams her palms flat against the window, startling Kyle. He fumbles and falls to the floor, cutting himself on the blade. He tries to scramble to his feet while he looks up from the floor at his tinted glass front door to see the silhouette of a small scarecrow.
0: Mr. Parker, let me in. I want my candy. You told us we could have all you had, so let us in, let us in!
10: Kyle scrambles to his feet, winded and cut up, trying to make his way to the back door by his fish
11: tank. Oh, God, go away. Please, just go away. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting you. Kyle freezes as he notices his fish tank is no
10: longer full of water with Scooter, but now full of what looks like Skittles, and on the floor is a red puddle of what you could only assume was Scooter the fish. Why? Why are you doing this? What do you want from me? Please tell me. Everything in the house goes quiet, and Kyle hears the worst voice yet coming from the top of his stairs. He slowly looks up to see a frosted over trick or treater in a pumpkin mask sca- staring down at him, slowly dripping water from his thawing body.
2: We just want what you promised us all of your candy, every last piece of it. Ah! <laughs>
10: Kyle bolts out the back door, stumbling over himself in fear. He runs up to the detective's car, beating on the window.
11: God, please, you have to help me, please. I'll tell you everything, just keep me safe. <laughs>
0: Come on. Hey, hey, let's calm down, what's going on?
11: They're back and they're going to kill me, please, I'll confess, just keep them away.
0: Who's back, what did you do?
11: I did it, I killed those kids. Those annoying little bastards egged my house and beat on my window, so I killed them all and stuffed them in the deep freezer in my basement. Now, please just let me get out of here.
0: I knew it, you sick bastard. Put your hands up behind your back.
10: The detective handcuffed Kyle and put him in the back of his car. Kyle put up absolutely no struggle. The man was just happy to be getting away from his house that was now full of local law enforcement. A younger officer approaches Tap.
9: How's it going, Officer Strawman? Man, I cannot believe you got him to confess on tape, Tap, but don't you think it was a bit risky to have your kids come out here and freak him out like that? I know it was a bit of a gamble, but
0: they're always safe outside in my sight.
10: Tap looks down at the, his two kids standing beside him and they are ghosts and scarecrow, outfits and smiles.
0: And as far as Mr. Parker knows, he was visited by some angry ghosts, right kids? Yeah,
7: that bad man got what he deserved.
0: (laughs) But, Dad, what about all the other kids that was in the house? I thought you said we
9: had to stay outside. What other?
10: Before Tap could finish what he was saying, the coroner interrupted him.
9: Sir, I just want to let you know that we found a third child in the freezer. What? There were a total of three. A ghost, a scarecrow, and another kid in a pumpkin mask. He seemed to have been in there quite a while longer than the other two. (gasps)
10: <gasps> the pumpkin! Back in the squad car, Kyle sits calmly when he hears a familiar voice.
9: Time to give
3: me the rest of your candy, like you promised.
10: Before Kyle can even utter a horrified scream, the pumpkin plunges his hand down Kyle's throat and rips out a handful of blood-covered candy, looks blankly at the now-gasping-for-life man and says,
9: "Ah, uh, not Almond Joys. Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The moral of the story was Almond Joy suck. <laughs> Everybody that participated come up here and get you a sticker. You guys killed it.
9: That was great. Thank you, oh, Thank you
3: very much.
1: Still a better movie than Hocus Pocus 2. Wow.
3: want to go get your mic back, Brandon? Yeah. Look at me, I'm the
1: Mike Goblin.
2: Very much. Very well They're all
1: Man, Good luck editing for that. Next week, we'll be performing Hamilton.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody that came up and participated. Y'all killed it. Now that we're starting to thaw out here and people are coming up, is Anybody want to come up and tell us about any Halloween tradition? I know you guys have got to have it. I'm a- not coming through. Uh, there
1: you go. I'm about to make a bunch of noise. There we go. Yeah.
3: All righty, so who's next? Is it you or Brandon? Uh, I'll go.
1: That's well, right, you will. Home, so. That's fine. I don't, I don't need a lot. I didn't bring a script. I'm not trying to make the next screenplay. Yeah, he, Matt's shooting for the bare minimum. That's fine. I'm going to go down here and enjoy it
3: like the audience. Listen, we use the word enjoy very loosely, (laughs) sir. I'm going to come sit by Eddie and Argyle. Where'd Argyle go? (laughs) Fair enough. The first one left for the night. Good job with Detective Tabby. You killed it.
1: Okay, so my story takes place in Washington State, just south of the town of Winlock in uh, Lewis County. Lewis County, I hope I'm saying this, where's my county? I, I mean, I, hold on.
3: My idea's starting to look good now,
1: isn't it? Well, I had to, pull, it's fine. I had to pull a thing up that it wasn't. We're good, we're fine, it's fun, we're gonna have a good time. Bringing
2: up the dad voice.
1: Okay. I have lost the county, but that's fine. We don't need counties. What are counties anyway, but like broader towns? So yeah, just south of the town of Winlock in Washington State. It's actually not too far from where I used to live in Washington State, surprisingly enough. But uh, in this region, deep in the woods, uh, in the 1800s, the Snow family developed a homestead. On that homestead there was a functional farm to feed the family and a one acre by one acre cemetery. That cemetery houses about 20 or so family members and uh, I believe three generations is what it looks like based on the uh, birth and uh, death dates. In this cemetery is a small plaque uh, inscribed with a poem. That poem reads, Dear Ancestor, your tombstone stands among the rest, neglected and alone. Your name and date are chiseled out on polished marble stone. It reached out to all who care. It is too late to mourn. You didn't know that I exist. You died before I was born. Yet each of us are ELs, eels, ELs, that's some old language stuff I don't get, uh, of you <laughs> in flesh, in blood, in bone. Our blood contracts and beats a pulse entirely not our own. Dear ancestor, the place you filled 100 years ago spreads out among the ones you left who would have loved you so. I wonder if you lived and loved, I wonder if you knew that someday I would find the spot and come to visit you. Beautiful little poem.
3: That was all on a tombstone?
1: No, no, no! It's on a small plaque that's in the cemetery. I was about to say. Listen to the story, Logan. The story is not about the tombs, the 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 cemetery. The story is about what people have found residing in the cemetery. This is the story of the Brinson Hollow Monster. So, uh, our story starts. I think there's three instances. Uh, The first instance: two young boys were coming to explore this cemetery in the 1960s. I believe 1961 uh, would be the exact year. As they are exploring, they start to feel a chill and a feeling of somebody watching them from behind. Uh, As they turn with their flashlights, they see what appears to be an eight foot tall uh, white furred creature with glowing red eyes. It proceeds to chase them out of the forest to the main road uh, where they had uh, entered from. Uh, Once they reach the main road, the creature had disappeared. They proceeded to start telling people about this encounter. And so a few weeks later, a group of young men come to the forest to uh, look look for this creature. They end up traveling to the cemetery, and lo and behold, they see it. And they open fire on it because (laughs) they have guns. And nothing uh, has any effect on this creature. Proceeds to chase them. Oh, go ahead, Logan. I was
3: going to say this sounds like a plot to Scooby-Doo until the firearms got involved.
1: (laughs) You know, a Scooby-Doo mystery would end a lot better if they had some. They'd solve them a lot quicker, for sure. I mean, the landlord would be an easy target if Shaggy just had a (laughs) gat. So they open fire on this creature to no effect. And once again, they are chased out of the cemetery. About a year later, a couple is doing, uh, they're disappointing Jesus.
3: Oh no, not in a cemetery.
1: At the location of the homestead, and they feel like somebody is watching them from a distance.
3: That's a cuck monster.
1: The boyfriend gets angry and goes to investigate and yell at this guy, I assume to call him a creep, or to invite him to join, we don't judge and uh, once again is met by a large creature with red eyes. Uh, that story ends without them being chased to the road, or without explaining that they've been chased to the road, it just says that they were chased off. Uh, allegedly, there have been some other encounters with this, uh, and that's kind of it for the Brin- uh, Brinson, Creek, uh, Brinson Hollow monster, but this region also has other things that have uh, people have reported seeing. Uh, one being UFOs. That's a little generic, but that's what they've claimed. Another being a large chimp-like creature uh, seen crossing a creek uh, by two hikers that were uh, spending time in the region. And the third, which I couldn't find any s- specific stories about, but they apparently love this creature so much they build effigies to it and post it up. And that is the... A aloke creek monster and it seems that they will occasionally put up uh, bush carvings what do they call it when you like trim a bush into a shape of a thing top- a landing strip a topiary Ooh, that is such a fancy word yeah they have they periodically put up a topiary of this creature with a little sign next to it explaining what it is
3: Okay, show of hands, if you move to a, if you're moving to a new town and you find out that the locals like to like put up effigies of a monster, are you gonna continue to move there or are you gonna go somewhere else? Let's see hands. Who's gonna still live there? It's fair enough, bad choices, but whatever. Yeah, I was about to say wicker man, right? Like you see stuff like that, you leave.
1: Things I've learned is if someone hears of a monster or a creature in a region, they're gonna try and find it, and some people are going to try to fuck it. Uh <laughs> What and stories I are you reading? Heard, I have heard the people coin the turn, no. windtussie,
8: oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> referring to the Wendigo. That's rough. No. No. People are horrible. So anyway, that's my story. It's a short one. Um, really- ended
2: it on that note. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he really ended on watussie.
6: Yeah.
12: No, he ended on. It. That's a short one.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what his wife said. All appropriate. I don't, I don't see a problem here. I think I am so far doing the best job at living up to our low standards.
3: <laughs> That's fair. Let's hear it for her.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Brandon, amaze us. You don't have any weird sexual stuff in yours, right, Brandon? No. Okay, you're my, you're my favorite host tonight.
1: Okay, dude. but look it. Here's the thing, though. He's the one whose stories have ended up with the most... Uh, no,
3: his. We did, the whole month of October, we did an event called Dolltober. And our last Dolltober story was Brandon. And his ended up, yeah, his ended up being... Now, to be fair, I suggested he do this doll because I was like, hey, you can talk about the fact that people like to flock to eBay to buy haunted dolls for some reason. I did not know the doll that I suggested to him the the psychic that saw it claimed that the doll was possessed by two spirits, one of a child and the other of a child molester. So he did a whole episode about the world's creepiest creepiest doll. There was also the Andrews family. Yeah, that didn't end well either. And this <laughs> Nadecker. Yeah. But Brandon says he's not doing anything like that this time, so there's that. So what do you got for us, Brandon? Uh, yeah.
6: Um <laughs> uh, well, so My story is actually going to start in Illinois in a town called Basilica, all right? This happens in, this is a haunting. Uh, Now, we actually know who these spirits are because this happened to be uh, done in 1912. It is one of the most famous cold cases in America history. This happened about a month after the Titanic, and it actually took the Titanic off of national news. So how the story goes is uh, we have the, we have, uh, let's see, what was their name? Sorry. Here I was getting on the Mad About notes, and I don't have my stuff pulled up.
3: Yeah, he was, while we are sitting up there, he was making fun of us both for not being able to keep up with our stories while reading read them because he was like, I don't need my story. I don't mess up on my notes. And up here, he's up here stuttering now. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, so this is going to be the Moore family.
6: All right, we have the father Josiah Moore, his wife Sarah Moore, their four children Herman, Catherine, Arthur, and Paul, and unfortunately they had two guests with them, an eight-year-old named Ina and Lena, who were two uh, neighbors who were staying the night to play with the girls. So, what ended up happening was, as the family uh,
3: went home from church, uh, 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 uh. this is, the, hey, you're the guy that keeps count. Yeah, no, he's the worst. Like, he picks us to pieces in the studio if we say, uh, or we lose our spot. Meanwhile, he's doing both. This is why I had the crowd do it. Nobody can judge me if I'm not doing any work. Well, I can judge
2: you.
6: <laughs> Alright, well the family went home one night and then unfortunately that was the last time that they were saw alive. The next morning... That's a
3: lot of people.
6: <laughs> there's a lot of people. Oh. So, uh, Josiah's brother ended up uh, going to the house the next morning because he noticed that no one was out taking care of the animals because this was a farmhouse, um, you know, on a large plot of land had a bunch of, you know, cows, goats, whatever else, other animals they needed to take care of, and no one was out doing the chores that morning. So his brother comes in and he walks up, he walks to the house and he go, knocks on one of the bedroom doors, opens it and saw an arm and a bunch of blood on the floor. They call in the police. And the deputy comes in, and this is also known as one of the biggest botched murder mysteries uh, like at that time because everything was contaminated. They didn't quarantine anything off. They brought in a bunch of people, and things got moved around and joshed around. Um, But what they found was at the bottom of the stairs was a bloodied axe, and that all the mirrors were covered. So what they figured was someone snuck into the attic from the outside somehow and then waited for the family to come home because all the doors were locked. So they figure he came in and then left her the same way. Um, There were three suspects that people uh, assumed were the killer. One was a man by, by the name of Reverend George Jacqueline Kelly Uh, He actually attended their last church service the night before the family was killed, and he uh, actually confessed, but later they had someone collaborate an alibi for him, and he was acquitted of all charges, and it was later revealed that his testimony that he committed to the murder was actually under duress. Um, There was also a gentleman who... Uh, next town over showed up and uh, he was looking for a job with one of the local construction companies and this was an odd gentleman he ended up uh, working for this company and they had a labor camp kind of deal where they would all sleep together and stuff uh, and he would always go to sleep with an axe with him and he would This is my emotional support act.
3: Yeah. Well, first of all, anything labeled a labor camp is a red flag. Uh, Just slavery with extra steps. Sleep together, like. Like bunks. Okay, like, it wasn't anything sexy.
6: Yeah, nothing sexy. <laughs> okay, and then um, he
3: slept with it. There's just a yeah. lot of red and he was I was like, to see if you were going to say something. Yeah, yeah he was
6: oddly him. obsessed with the case. Like whenever the, the newspapers actually started coming out talking about the story, he was the first one out there to buy the newspaper, and he constantly talked about it to the point where the foreman actually called the police well, on if him.
3: You, if you were the guy that sleeps with your axe, you probably be, shouldn't be really excited about an axe murderer. <laughs>
6: Yeah. Just
3: try to, try to keep low-key as possible.
6: And then the last suspect was actually a state senator. Um, he ran a business that he was in competition with uh, Josiah with, and it was rumored that Josiah was sleeping with his niece, and so they speculated that the state senator actually paid off a hitman to come and kill the family. Um, Those are the three main suspects, but nothing has ever been proven. It is, like I said, one of the biggest cold cases in the country. But afterwards, as the town started getting built up, uh, multiple people started buying and renting the house. Each person who bought the house would talk about how they were hearing disembodied voices, children giggling. They said when a train would pass by, they would see ghastly figures like go room to room. Uh, one woman even claimed to have woken up to a giant, seven-foot-tall figure standing over her with an axe. Um, later in
1: 1994, that's just Dave with his emotional support axe.
3: Why? Yeah. Why? Why is it always? Why is it always the spirit of children that were like murdered horrendously? Why are they always giggling? Like, what do you have to laugh about? I don't understand that. I got to go get my beer. I left it with Argyle.
1: What do you want people to hear? The sound of children saying, man. This sucks. It sucks. sucks.
3: Yeah, I mean, it would make more sense, you'd think.
1: Uh, if it's anything like my kids, they'd just be yelling, I'm hungry. i <laughs> crying.
3: Yeah, no, asking for juice over and over and over again. Yeah. People would move out of hauntings a lot quicker if they were haunted by, like, realistic children. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, well. As I was saying, in 1994, the house was bought by a Darwin and Martha Lynn. They are actually the current owners of the home still to this day. Uh, they bought the home uh, with the idea of turning it into a historical piece, a museum piece, to kind of show what the houses were like like back in
1: the early 20th century. And here in the den, there was a head over here and an arm over here. And this is a beautiful artisan lower torso. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: well, and... They didn't know anything about the history of the house when they bought it, but they noticed when they were living at it at the time when they were remodeling it, and they complained about not being able to sleep. They were hearing the voices. And then they started getting an influx of letters from paranormal investigators to try and come to the house to commune with the spirits and look for proof. Um, they actually didn't know anything about the paranormal at all. They said they didn't know being a paranormal investigator was a thing at the time. Um, they later learned. They moved out of the house, and they actually turned it into a haunted hotel. So for about 4.50 a night, you can actually go there, and they will give you the keys to the house, and they will let you sleep there to experience the spooky for yourself. And that's currently where the house is, and there's all sorts of stories with people who have stayed the night there uh, talking about their experiences.
3: Now do, kind of a question for the audience, do you think these people, when they turn stuff like Lindsay Borden's house or the actual house The Conjuring was based on into a B&B, do you have an experience there? or you, Do you automatically assume it's authentic or like did Tiffany that owns the B&B put a Bluetooth speaker in the wall and was like, cute, spooky music? Like, I just... That part's always hinky to me. Well, be like, hey, 4.50 at night, you can come stay where a whole family was murdered. Well, and here's union.
6: the thing. She gives the keys to the renters for the night, and she just goes away. Like, it is the house key.
3: I feel that, but still, you're profiting off of, like, a small gaggle of human beings being murdered.
1: She goes away as she heads down into the basement, the control <laughs> yeah. room.
3: She goes and Cuban watches all effects. of her cameras <laughs> she has in her house to see what's going on. Why is there a
1: sound system in the living room? <laughs> I do think it is, uh, man, I, that does make me not trust things. After going over the Winchester house, uh, episode seven, uh, they... Uh, well,
3: it's they, an instant red flag when yeah. you find out a person that builds theme parks also owns it. And it's like, it's super haunted. I'm like, yes, I can absolutely trust you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, at that point, you have to take everything they say with a grain of salt because they're making their livelihood... Off of you thinking the place is haunted.
3: Well,
6: and who, at house owning age, hasn't heard of paranormal investigators in 1994? Because there's already been several movies like this. Like there's na- people who are naturally famous for this by this point. Well, it so. makes it
3: it makes it an investment at that point when all that started getting big and started with like taps like the ghost hunters and all that. Everything buying spooky real estate was where it's at. Like you find out they're making a movie on The Conjuring, you want to go buy that house before that movie comes out because that place is, uh, excuse my French, a shit show. Like, it is yeah. a horrendous house. Like, it has fallen apart. It's been around forever. And people shelled out tons of money to buy that house. Well,
1: yeah, and as has been discovered with Harold uh, and the haunted doll eBay boom of the early 2000s. <laughs> this doll was
3: bought multiple times on eBay for $700. And it was just off of somebody saying, like, oh, it's totally haunted. And people are like, oh, sounds legit. Yeah, it sounds like you. <laughs>
1: well, and the guy
6: who
3: originally bought it
6: admitted he faked the haunting videos it's and he so made up the story. Lice.
1: So listen, if any of you have $700 burning a hole in your pocket, I have a lovely haunted uh, marshmallow fluff tiki mug.
3: It's Booberry, you heathen. Boo-ba- oh, my bad. You don't even called it Booberry in the chat. That's how, that's how we're going to fund the podcast. You already said I'm illiterate. Stuff, bullshit on eBay. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Literally, go to eBay, type in haunted stuff, and it's just pages and pages. And Zach, we call him Zach Baggins because that's just what we call
1: him. I call him Douche Baggins.
3: Uh, Zach, Zach Baggins is one of his most haunted dolls that he has in his place. You want to know where he bought it? eBay. <laughs> he was like, dude, it said it was super spooky, so I bought it and put it in here. I just don't get it.
1: So does anyone want to buy a haunted speaker? (laughs) Like three people died inside it. Don't ask me how.
2: But 700, that's
1: my fee. I'll kill Logan on stage right now, I'll make this place haunted. It'll really jack up the real estate price.
3: (laughs) Ah, good lord. Well, so is that it for your story? Yeah, that, that that's basically so now it. It's just a haunted B and B. Yeah, it's a haunted B and B. Four fifty a night. Has anybody ever gone to the one out in Louisiana? What is that? Uh, our buddy's mom used to work there. Oh. Uh, Myrtle Plantation. anybody been to Myrtle? Come up to the microphone. We'll get to you in a second. Argyle, you raised your hand too. Get your ass up here. I want to get both your experiences here. Argyle being all reluctant when he was the star of our play, right, like pulling teeth. I know, right? Sorry, we're active. Oh, oh, you're fine. So when did you, uh, when did you guys go over
0: there? Uh, 2014.
11: Yeah. 2014. ish You want to scoot that up
3: for Argyle? Or is it gonna be all right.
11: Yeah, I can make that taller. I got it. Man, I
6: feel like we should have, like, a five-minute period at the start of these live shows where we just teach people how to use microphones.
3: <laughs> hey. Okay, so you said you went in 2014? Now, I know you get to yeah. choose. You get to, You get to, like, pick where you're going. Like, there's multiple spots out there and everything.
11: Right, right, right.
3: What um, You guys remember what you got? What room you went for?
11: No, actually, this is the last room that was available. So it was on the second floor, right? At so the floor, least spooky probably then. Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, up the staircase, first room.
6: They're probably like, the money curates the spooky experience. No,
3: it definitely does. Like, if you rent the place where the kid died over there, that's, like, the most expensive room. And then it's like, (laughs) then we got the farmhand house, and it's like, that's a little cheaper.
0: (laughs) Well, they have a bunch of, like, side houses. It's not
9: the farmhand house. It's like,
6: for 50 bucks, you could sleep out in the yard. You won't see any spooky, but
11: you'll be here. So there was great breakfast.
9: (laughs) Yes. Anything spooky at all?
11: Uh... You
3: buy a haunted lanyard?
11: Her, her snoring next to me, probably. Uh, they, had sure. haunt, they had hauntingly good eggs in the morning. No, no, no it, it just, I, I grew up in a haunted house when I was a little kid.
3: And see, uh, I asked if anybody had anything they wanted to talk about, and you were like, oh, I'm not going to talk about the haunted house I lived I
11: was, in. Uh, probably not here. Wait, we, we, we weren't
0: here yet, because we got a lot of stories for you. Uh, but, okay, but, well, but well, no, I mean, it,
11: it just uh, felt uneasy, but not. Nothing happened.
0: It's okay. kind of hard to tell because, you know, it's an old house. You know, old yeah. houses breathe. Like, I, it would wake me up with creaking, and I can't sit here and say, that was it. Yeah. Haunting, you know.
6: Well, how do you know it's haunted?
0: Because of that picture. You take no. their words on it.
1: I grew up in a haunted house, too. It was just haunted by the dashed hopes and dreams of my parents. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it hits a little harder when you know his parents. <laughs> So you said you lived in a haunted house, like when right. you were a kid or
11: an adult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. it wasn't just myself; it was everybody that was there. Poltergeist. Yeah. I mean, stuff would fly off. Okay, so drawers.
3: So we've explained it. Like uh, I personally, I've had experiences and stuff. Now, a it makes you sound like you're crazy when you talk about it. But like you were talking about the feeling of the plantation when you're there opposed to the feeling of your house and what you dealt with. Now, it just feels like the atmosphere just feels thick
11: in right. a haunting.
3: Like, there's no there's no good way to explain it to people other than, like, it feels
11: thick. Right. Is at that the, kind of what the, you experienced? Right, right. At the plantation, it was just uneasy. Uncomfortable, but never so Well, I
3: mean, big. it's okay to feel uncomfortable when you're hanging out on a plantation from way back in the day.
11: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, the fine. Day and I was working, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no. At, at the house, I was still a little kid, so, um, it was just home, but stuff happened all the time, so it was, it was crazy. What
0: happened? Come on, talk about them playing on the roof.
11: I mean, there, there were many, many, many things happened. Uh, somebody would run across the roof, uh, like literally. Uh, he grew
0: up in Mexico. The roofs are flat. Just, it's yeah, not yeah. a, yeah.
11: Yeah, no, no. Uh, like somebody was running back and forth on, on the roof. Uh, you know, there was there a... Was, uh, our neighbor could see our left side of the house. We could see the other side. N- nothing around it. Uh, Have you ever
3: seen signs? Like, <laughs> ever seen that? Was it kind of like that? Just less aliens and more ghosts?
11: M- maybe. Okay, fair. No, but I mean, just just uh, things would, would fly open. The, the drawers would fly open. Uh, you know... Do you ever get used to
3: it? to it? Like, just like, at first it was scary, really. but then later on you were just like, ah, it's just the guys running on the roof.
11: No, no, not really. That's not fair. Really. That's fair. I, I did wake up one time, the worst... The worst thing that happened to me—I woke up in my bed, was vibrating. Uh,
3: Some people pay for that.
11: Yeah, yeah, no, no it, it was, it was, it was vibrating. I was hitting my head in the, on the head, headboard, uh, and it was like out of place. That definitely builds that character for a cop. No, no, I was the only one in the house. My parents were outside, uh, and and uh, that that creeped me out. And yeah, that's, no, that's, that's understandable. As the worst thing that's happened. Like I say, it makes you sound like a crazy person.
3: No, it definitely does. It, it, they're not calling you a crazy person. I don't talk about my paranormal stuff mostly because right. I have a paranormal podcast and I'm going to talk about my personal stuff because yeah. it makes you sound like a nutbag. Right. It's
11: right. really frustrating because it makes like make bag. great content.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah,
11: yeah. But that's it. Nothing Nothing at Myrtle's, though. That's it. Yeah, that's Maybe fair. she had better.
3: We had people that we have a, a friend whose mom worked there and she wants to take us there because she swears it's haunted. But, I mean, I'd go. And everything you know, but you go with low expectations
1: so if you'd like to take us to any haunted places, hit us up at the United states of paranormal at gmail. com
3: absolutely yeah, you can uh, reserve our tickets if your house is haunted we'll come stay at your house I mean anybody no one Logan cook dinner I will no that's nobody What about you eddie
0: you got any you got any paranormal experiences of your own? I grew up near Roswell about nice, so we got alien stuff yeah, and I grew up in the middle of nowhere too, so ooh. So I grew up in the middle of, um, it's in Lee County. It's, uh, I grew up in between what's called Levington and Tatum. And when you're driving to Roswell, you go from Levington to Tatum, and then you turn left and there's Roswell. So um, I would have to drive about 40 miles to school every day. Yeah, because you're
3: in the middle of nowhere. Yeah,
0: literally. So uh, I was getting in probably about 12 o'clock at night, and This car started driving erratically, and I was like trying to speed up, and then he would come up with me, and then I was like, okay, I'll just slow down and let him go, and then he would slow down.
3: (laughs) We covered a case about the smiling man, and that's how that alien story started too. Was a guy driving car, and then he thought headlights were behind him of another car, Uh but it was not a car. No, 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 no. It was. There was a car. What it was?
1: What it was? Uh, he was driving back home uh, to uh, the area around Point Pleasant, West Virginia, if you are familiar with that region. And he, f- there was a car speeding up behind him that eventually overtook him. That car was speeding because it was being chased by a ship that was shaped like a kerosene lantern.
3: Was your car getting chased by a ship? That looked no, like a kerosene it lantern? was
0: just like it was like a old-looking truck. Um, it would pass me and it would slow down and then I would like speed up and then speed up and I we were doing this for about 30 miles till I got to my house. So my house is about half a mile Away from the highway and so I hurry up and get to where I need to turn I turn Make it to my house and I run into my dad's room banging on the door Somebody followed me home. Somebody followed me home. He comes out with his shotgun Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> And I kid you not this person or whatever it was, got halfway down the, the highway, or down our road, and then the lights just disappeared. And usually when somebody turns around, first of all, he couldn't turn around because it was just you know, a dirt road, he can't turn around. Um, he got halfway down and the lights just disappeared.
3: See, that sounds less like aliens, that sounds more like ghost truck, which is never good because every ghost truck story I've heard, the ghost truck has been racist. And see, that wasn't the first time though. <laughs>
0: That wasn't the first time. It kept happening over and over again. And you can ask my dad. He, like, I'm not lying. I know he's let's call dad. I'm
3: kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) kidding.
0: (laughs) He'd be like, why are you at the bar? (laughs) So do you think it was
3: extraterrestrial or do you think it was ghost truck?
0: I don't know. Could have been. I like ghost truck. It could have been ghost truck. But, I mean. Like, we used to sit out in the back, and um, we'd just uh, watch things go across the sky. He saw one one time, and it was just sitting there, and it shot straight up in the air. So, I'm not saying it's aliens. It could be... It's absolutely aliens. You say it's Well, it could be, aliens. you know, like, say the Air Force aliens. doing stuff, so... Yeah, you know, uh, that too. All right, double down. I don't know, Worst but thing? If you go to Roswell, they have sinkholes. Those are super haunted. Like...
3: Well, not go there. Yeah, I mean, if you die via a sinkhole... You your spirit's going to be pissy.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: If I die in a sinkhole, I'd haunt it.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. I'd wait
1: for people to fall in. He's like, hey, what you in for? <laughs> God, yeah, they, I one? mean they're
0: exactly like the ones over in the Yucatan where uh, the mines used to throw people in the sinkholes. It's exactly like that. Well that's just that's just logical. Instead of like, burying
3: people, if you got a sinkhole, throw your dead in there. Yeah.
0: Uh,
6: that's yeah, nothing's bad. better than a mass grave,
3: right? Yeah. That is
0: a mass grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, if you ever go to Roswell, don't waste your money on going to the alien museum.
3: No, I if I go I've always wanted to go to Roswell because I'm just a big fan of all the all the paranormal and stuff and all the aliens on all that uh
0: fun fact i just want the to go there to ha- happen in roswell really nope yep. it happened in uh a little a town further away but the reason why they're saying it happened in roswell is because the police from roswell had to show up yeah so because that other town didn't have a police department
3: yeah that's fair so also roswell's a great name Ugh. it just sounds spooky
0: Ugh.
3: Ugh. It, smells like, it smells like cow dung and oil. Yeah. I mean, I imagine.
0: <laughs> they have gotten kind of better, though. Kind of.
3: Not really. I would say ghost truck, because if you say that you experienced an alien thing, people are going to think stuff happened to your butt. <laughs> uh, well, that's just fact.
0: I don't really like to talk about the alien thing too much, because everybody's like, oh, yeah, Roswell. But well, yeah, we used no. to get these weirdos that would come to our house, and they would be places like San Fr- They were coming from San Francisco or New York City, and they would come to our house, and they were like, we're looking for the man-made mountains we're like, what are you talking about? They go, you know, the man-made mountains where the government cut off the top of the mountain? We're like, mesas?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's rough. (laughs)
3: They were stupid. (laughs) Thank you for coming up. All right. All right, you said you've been to the Myrtle Plantation, right? Why don't you come up and talk about it? She rolled her eyes at me. (laughs) I wonder why. I don't know. She's coming. It just take a second. There's not. Uh, let me come fix it for you. That is. I only work here, and I can barely work on myself. There we That's, go. All right. What's your name? Dawn. Dawn, everybody. This is where we clap, audience. Hi, Dawn. Hi. This is also my mother. <laughs> Wow, I feel sorry Uh-oh, for her.
1: Nepotism <laughs> at its finest.
3: What? Well, tell us about your encounter. Okay, first of all, did you get did you get like a fancy spooky room, or did no, you? No, we
9: stayed in the carriage house.
3: The carriage house. You gotta talk into the microphone.
9: We stayed in the carriage house.
3: Okay, so what did anything happen in the carriage house, or was that like that like them over there, where it was like the last thing that you could get?
9: No, nothing happened in the carriage house, and I stayed up all night.
3: So why why would you want to go if nothing happened
9: there? No, what happened was. At 2 o'clock in the morning, everyone from the house, the carriage houses, and everything got together on the front porch, and when the caretaker left, we all went on a tour of everyone's room in the Myrtle Plantation.
3: So you guys did your own tour? It wasn't like a sanctioned tour?
9: (laughs) Pretty much. Hell
1: yeah, that's the best.
9: We all stayed up until, what, 7 o'clock in the morning?
3: This wasn't like a bunch of like middle aged people doing like no. a weird key party type it's situation, really. and what was it?
9: It was a whole bunch of different people from different places all getting together on the front porch and taking a tour at the Marvel
3: So what was going on is the people that couldn't afford or get the spooky room was like, let me get a look at that spooky room and they're like, mm no." Nah. Yep. That's fair, that's fair, that's strategic. Why didn't you guys think of that Argyle? We were drunk. Fair enough.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he said he was drunk. fair
9: so we went through the whole place and we didn't think we saw anything but when i got home i had taken pictures of all the rooms and there's a room that's in the myrtle plantation on the top floor that has a doll and they say it moves
3: i'm so tired of doll content at this point
9: (laughs) well no one saw it move but i took like seven pictures of that doll And in the seventh picture, that doll wasn't there anymore when I got home.
3: Did you stop to ask the doll if it was a sex offender?
9: (laughs) No, No, I did not. Well,
3: I learned recently that you probably should.
1: It moved in the hall and started calling people racial slurs. Ah.
9: (laughs) But basically, that doll has been documented. Whoever stays in that room, it shows up in different locations throughout the night.
3: I ain't about that. Yeah.
1: That is classic Thank you annabelle. for coming up. Find out
6: it has to knock on the door of everyone who visits.
3: Okay, so we got about 20 people out here. And anybody else have a paranormal experience or go to a haunt today? You raised your hand. Get on up there. You're not getting another sticker, though.
7: It's okay. I still have more stickers than Brandon.
3: It's fair. <laughs>
2: Suck
7: uh, it. So a little, bit, a, a little bit closer to home, and I've actually... Uh, pitch this to Brandon for y'all to do something on. Uh, have any of you been to the USS Lexington in Corpus Christi?
3: No, I've never been to Corpus Christi. I lived in Galveston once, though. So don't recommend it.
7: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, that place is like haunted. Although I watched the, the, what is it, Taps or whatever. Did you
3: stay, you stayed on there? Yep, no,
7: I stayed the night. <laughs> okay, so
3: I've heard people talk about these uh, tours and these like old battleships and stuff that they can stay on. And everybody that stayed the night was like... They're like, I this was poorly thought out because there is no air conditioning, the beds suck, and the rooms are small. Was that the case?
7: Uh, so we actually stayed in the bunks because it was for a Girl Scout troop many years ago. So we were in, like, the actual, like, tiny bunks, like, four tall. Was it hot? Uh, I don't remember it being that bad, actually. Um, other than the fact that you your headroom is nothing.
3: So did you go... Were you a Girl Scout? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get away from the speaker. It's getting mad.
7: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say like I saw an apparition. I didn't. But uh, the when I was taking the tour, um, you're going down like the little hallways and there's displays and uh, oh, and there's dip- uh, displays and stuff. And I was like looking at. it it was like a replica of like a submarine. And so nothing particularly spooky uh, was going on. (laughs) I like
3: how her eyes follow me Uh, (laughs) as I move. uh,
7: But as I was like looking at everything, I started like feeling like I was having a panic attack and I'm like, nothing weird is happening right now.
3: As far as you know. As
7: far as I was aware, I was like, nothing weird is happening. Like, why do I feel like, and you're right, it's thick. Like the air gets thick and you feel like you're claustrophobic and i walked into the next area and it was the infirmary and there wasn't like a big sign being like infirmary this way infirmary next street where it could be like psychosomatic and it felt like my hearing like almost cut out everything sounded muffled and there was other people around and no one else seemed affected at all and like i could almost hear like weird conversation like in these rooms because they have it kind of like walled off but like where it's set up like this is where the surgeries were and like whatever. And I just, I swear I could hear someone screaming and I was just freaking out, heart racing, the air seemed thick and like my vision started to kind of black dots on the edges and I ran out of there and it finally like cleared up. And I was like, oh, that's mm no, nope, didn't like that yeah, at that's all. Fair. That's fair. And then I heard people when we were at the bunks and everyone was supposed to like be in their rooms, we heard people like running down the halls during the night at like three o'clock in the morning.
3: I ain't about it. I'm not about boats in general though. I don't like the concept. I'm good.
7: Yeah, but uh like what? Did There's you have a fear being? Of floating? <laughs> I it. mean, it's pretty well docked there. I'm not even sure they can move it if they wanted to at this point.
1: <laughs> it's fair. Aren't they moving the battleship Texas to Beaumont, or was that something they were trying to do? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yes. Is that happening, or did they do it already and I missed it? They haven't done it. I don't know if it's
9: still happening, but that would be okay.
3: Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So, Haunted Girl Scout story. Nice. Yeah. You still got the up on Thin Mints?
7: Uh, not anymore, I've moved too many times
1: Alright,
3: go sit down Watch, I'm in your spot, yeah, in my spot. No. <laughs> my bad.
1: I hear when it's not Girl Scout season You can actually buy them under a different brand name yeah, At then Family Dollar thin
3: Instead of Thin mints. They're not the same <laughs> <laughs> They're not the same? No, you gotta get that authentic Girl Scout cookies Where they hit you up oh. in the middle of a Walmart parking lot And make you feel guilty <laughs> That's the full experience I've never been approached by Girl Scout I, I bought, I mean, this season alone, I probably bought like 12 boxes total of they
1: cookies. They probably look at me and they're like, that guy's had enough cookies. <laughs> we don't need to sell to him. They're the ones that they target.
3: They're like, buy more. They, I think they come after me specifically because I have a bunch of small children in my cart. And they're like, hey, you want to buy a cookie? I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They're like, so a, so target these
1: guys. They're like a crack dealer for kids. Hey, kids, you want some sweets? At
3: least it's practical. Boy Scouts, we got to sell popcorn. And who wants to buy popcorn in the summer in Texas? Be like, hey, you want a box of popcorn? I'm like, no. <laughs> but we'll buy melted cookies in the summer. I don't know. What to...
1: You'll right. buy melted cookies. I'll
3: I be did. disappointed. I think I still have some that might be stale in my cabinet right now.
12: Put them in the freezer.
3: You giving me cookie advice? Yeah, I
12: did. Yeah.
9: That's and fair.
3: I'm the guy that buys snack foods and then forgets they exist. And by the time I remember, my girlfriend or my children have eaten them all by that time. And then I'm just sad.
1: I'm the opposite. (laughs) Matt eats all of his children's (laughs) snacks. My wife buys snacks and I consume them all very (laughs) quickly.
3: Was it every year? I I am clearly we got the cups up here. They're mine. I am an avid lover of the General Mills Monsters. They give me your Fruit Brute, your Yummy Mummy, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, Blueberry, and I buy tons of the boxes of cereal. Like this year alone, we've had multiple boxes. I have not eaten a single bowl of that cereal. But I know my kids have ingested so much, and I know you have too, but I have not... I do. I do. I wait too long. And it, this is the first year in forever Fruit Brute's been back. I'm like, I'm going to eat Fruit Brute. And then I go to eat Fruit Brute finally, and it's just like the box is empty. <laughs> I'm just like, it's fair. It's
1: fair. It's a single tear and a slow zoom in on his face.
3: Yeah, it happens.
1: Uh, Anyway, that was our sponsorship pitch for uh, General Mills. I wish. (laughs) Hey, if you're with General Mills Cereal Company, hit us up at the United States Paranormal at gmail.com.
3: There are are people that live in the area. I heard about this from a Kevin Smith podcast. He went to do a show, and he he said every morning he woke up, it was uh, near the place that made Cheerios and Lucky Charms, and every different day of the week, they put a different cereal on the manufacturer line. He was like, man, I woke up one day, and it smelled like... Uh, Lucky Charms and it was amazing the next day I woke up it smelled like Honey Nut Cheerios it was even better he was like this is the best town ever to live in meanwhile you got those poor bastards in California who live next to the sriracha plants <laughs> <laughs> and they're
1: like I wake up and it physically hurts to breathe California there's people who live in Evadale
3: yeah <laughs> some people get to wake up and smell Lucky Charms other people get to wake up and even, like it smells like shit
1: <laughs> fun fact that is a uh, substance I think they call it l- lacquer or like core or something like that. It's some sounds really a lot gross thing no. they do to make their paper
3: <laughs> yeah. it's rough yeah. lucky you depends on the cereal though i'm picky about my sugary cereal
1: it was brand flakes
3: was back when cereal used to give out really cool prizes and stuff and now they're just like hey send us this clipping and you might get a book like woo
1: i never got a Dakota ring i wish i got a Dakota ring as a kid That was just a one-off statement. There wasn't a story there.
3: That was that was well, the de- fucking decoder rings were well before you were born in cereal boxes, dog. That was like early 80s.
1: Wow, it's almost like I was born out of my time.
3: Yeah, no. You're like, oh, I wish I would have got a decoder ring. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like shaking down Kellogg's boxes, and be like, oh, I want to get me a Pokemon match. Like, I want a ring that's useless.
2: <laughs>
3: what were you gonna decode? Things. Like what? I don't know. I was a kid. I was stupid. Clearly. was stupid. Carried on to your adulthood.
1: Thank you. I just I just confided something in you, and you have ripped me to shreds. Uh, well, that should teach you a lesson. If you would also like to rip me to shreds, feel free to email us at, uh, at com.
3: That's fun talking about people tearing us to shreds. We've got nothing but good reviews except for one that was on somebody on Apple was like, before we get into our show, when it's our team, we like to like small talk. We like to talk about, we had not seen each other in a week. We want to talk about everybody's week. I mean, sometimes some of us talk about sister wives. I'm not going to name names. Well, uh, Some guy, I'm assuming it was a guy, wrote us a review on Apple and he was like, I finally decided to listen to this paranormal podcast. It was just three guys talking about random shit. Does it ever get spooky? <laughs> It was like that guy clearly listened to the first twenty minutes and tapped out before he got to the spooky. But Is that you know not what that's all podcast though. I'm gonna say it's fair though. Like the guy came here and was like this episode said Robert the doll. I learned about fifteen seasons of sister wives. I think I'm gonna tap out.
1: <laughs> Look, we're three middle-aged dudes.
3: It doesn't get we spookier than
1: obviously have a podcast.
3: It doesn't get <laughs> spookier than polygamy, though. I, that, that was, that's, a, that's a wild ride. And I'm not gonna segue into that because I'll talk on it all night long.
1: <laughs> He will. He no, really I will. Absolutely will. So Each week like, you yeah. can attend his TED Talk on Sister Wives.
3: <laughs> and if you want to be a Sister Wives, hit us up at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. <laughs> But but I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm about to go back in the audience and start shaking people down for stories so I'll stop talking to people <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get investigated now for <laughs>
1: since, see the, the trick is the gimmick of this is that we rely on you to give us content I
3: thought you were about to give tips for like appropriating like doing sister wives correctly you're like the trick is you put them in separate houses so the government doesn't catch on what, how
1: would I <laughs> know
3: <laughs> our, at so, what point we got a well, fella standing here
1: come across yeah, Brandon for we got somebody we don't uh, need we you, don't. you
3: now <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Matt. Hi, Matt. Is-
1: Hi, Matt. You know, i name him Better Matt. Are you familiar with the movie The One? I was gonna no. say,
3: I was gonna say Better Matt.
8: <laughs> no, sorry, I didn't know this. I thought I, I thought you guys were doing stand-up, so I came in, but uh, this, is, this is cooler though.
3: This is actually supposed to be paranormal, it just. We're
8: really bad at it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like 75% bullshit, and then the rest is paranormal. See how I didn't say the other percentage because my math would have been wrong and people would have judged me. <laughs>
8: No, miss, uh, you actually reminded me, you're talking about like ships. So you reminded me of like a paranormal story that I have.
3: Uh... Well, first of all, let me come over there and help you with that mic because you're crouched over and it looks uncomfortable and I don't want better Matt to suffer that. If it was lesser Matt, I'd be like, better Matt, can you hold my mic? Let's be
1: clear. I'm not lesser Matt. I'm the only Matt in your life. This is temporary Matt. This Matt won't love you like I do.
2: Is that
3: all right? Yeah, it should be good. My mic was touched by Better Matt.
8: You don't know that, <laughs> by the way.
3: Let's hear your story, Better
8: Matt. Yeah,
3: so are you guys familiar with the uh, the USNS Comfort, the hospital ship? Let's just go ahead and assume I am not
8: versed on any shit. We're
1: really stupid.
8: <laughs> so the the US has these two hospital ships, the Mercy on the west coast and the Comfort on the east coast. So the Comfort, like it responds, well, primarily it's, uh, it's meant like, during Desert Storm or something, it went over there. It's, like, for, um, uh, you know, like, casualties and, like, wars. But when it's not, when there aren't a lot of them, it, it responds like, disasters or whatever. So, like, the earthquake down in Haiti. So, during um, during the pandemic, they sent it up to New York, actually. Like, Oof. Donald Trump ordered it to go up to New York. So, it was up on the west side. And then it was up there in case, like, the, like, shit got really bad and crazy to have, like, extra hospital Capacity, right?
3: Not to interrupt you, but any hospital that's
8: labeled Mercy, take me to a different one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, anyway, so it got up there, and then um, the hospitals weren't exactly overwhelmed. And because of insurance issues, what they ended up doing was a lot of like the homeless and just like random people with like no identity ended up going to the comfort. Because they were, they would just pretty much like round people up on the street and just send them to the comfort.
3: I thought they, he was gonna say that they were just rolling them off the
8: boat. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like,
3: just for they just kind of pushed them <laughs> off the boat.
8: Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so they would just get these people and like the like Navy Corpsman and doctors on board had no fucking idea, like just people would just roll in and were just like some of them were just whacked out of their mind, just like you know, you know, like just homeless people would just roll in, they would have to figure out what was wrong with them. And so there's a morgue on board. A lot of them actually passed away and died on board. And there was a massive co- COVID outbreak on the ship. Uh, so now the ship is haunted with New York City homeless people, like Haitian people that died in the earthquakes and uh, like Gulf War uh, Gulf War like casualties. And all of them are haunting the ship now. And, and I was on there in February. And... Uh, like I was walking around in the wards, and the ship is like normally abandoned when it's in like maintenance periods. There's like 19 people on there, but at night there's like nobody there, and like doors would just be like slamming, and then people would be like asking me for change. I would like. I was change. about to yeah.
3: say that. I was like, late at night, you can hear be like, you got any money?
8: No. Yeah, people <laughs> would be like, and I would hear like cups shaking, and people would be, and then I would look around. There's nobody there. There's nobody. Okay, and so they, you
3: know how I said children ghosts were the worst earlier? <laughs> I stand corrected. One, it's not just a homeless ghost. It's a homeless ghost on a boat. This is my worst
2: nightmare.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm at sea, I don't have to worry about the homeless anymore. Like, ooh, jokes on you, motherfucker. You got some change?
2: (laughs) It's okay.
6: Just don't look at it. (laughs) No, really,
1: it's. You don't know where
3: to look through a ghost, Brandon. (laughs)
1: Sorry, and there's a are not them. letting people finish their
8: stories. No, no. This is how
3: they, what they have
8: to deal with every no, time they it, tell a story. It, it, but it's just crazy. It's like these people were alive and well, like not alive and well, but they were alive at least in the <laughs> winter or whatever the time they were like begging. Now they get pretty much put on this ship. Like some of them, almost like against their will. Oh yeah,
3: it's almost like taking the sick and putting them in a closed quarters is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do we put all the sick homeless? I don't know, the floating tin
8: can. Yeah, let's just make no, a giant was, Petri dish. Yeah, no, I was like, I was walking around at night and then I thought it was because of like the ventilation differences, like doors would be slamming. So I would ask and like one of the engineers was like, no, the ventilation isn't on there. And like they would slam doors and then I would hear like running. And then-
3: It's um, never good to hear a homeless person running.
8: Yeah, yeah, and then also, so yeah, and then they would fuck with you. Like, there were these um, practice dummies that, like, the Navy corpsmen would use to, like, work on. And so it would have, like, a leg blown off or, like, some kind of problem they'd have to find and treat on these dummies. And the ghosts or somebody would, like, move these dummies around because I I would walk around this corner and this dummy was just there. And I would just get, like, freaked out, you know what I mean? And then I would come back and they would be, like, gone or it would be moved somewhere else or to a different bed. That's so they try to like mess with us or something. I that's
3: think. unsettling. You leave the room. There's a dummy sitting there. You come back. The dummy has a cardboard sign. <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah, Something's yeah. not right here.
8: But yeah, so that's like the newest ghost. But then, but uh, and then the longtime crew work. It was like well known that it was haunted. So you have like like Haitian ghosts, uh, like Desert Storm or whatever that war was one of those. And the like now the homeless ghosts are all all still on there like. I, and they all kinda, are, like, interacting with me so. forever.
1: I'm Imagine sorry. coming across the ghost that you don't speak the language. It's like they're trying to haunt you, and you're just sitting there crying. I don't know what you're
8: saying.
3: <laughs> no, no. Fun fact, my, my mother-in-law has cameras out her window, mm-hmm. and we've listened to this audio, and we let Kyle listen to it and everything. She's like, I think there was something, some spirit outside my window. And I was like, and we're on the second story. And are like, why would you say that? And she's like, watch this video. And it's a video, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And then, hola. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> at least he was polite, though. But I mean, it's like 2 o'clock at night. Not, not really considerate. But at least he was polite. But it was just clear as day, just a scary, demonic hola. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either a Spanish ghost or a multi-tongued demon. <laughs> So you were just walking by and you heard it?
8: Yeah, no, like I was crew on there cuz they have civilians in there too and uh, I was just like doing rounds sometimes and it was it would be at nighttime and just yeah, like crazy shit would be happening.
3: Okay, so were, so you weren't here. You just saw you just heard us and you thought it was a comedy show and you came in?
8: Yeah, I was walking by. Uh, and you
3: participated? Oh
8: yeah,
3: yeah. He wasn't even here, guys. <laughs> and he participated.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming. Uh, feel free to come on up, grab a yeah. sticker.
3: You get you a sticker. You get you two stickers because you came and participated from off the street. And we got people here and they're not even helping. <laughs> <laughs> I had to force people to do a story earlier. Can you believe that?
1: <laughs> works. Thank you, Matt. I will not refer to you as better Matt because... Uh...
3: You refuse to acknowledge the truth. <laughs> Okay, so we had uh, better Matt story and lesser Matt story. Uh, let's, let's hear applause for uh, people that preferred better Matt story. All right, now let's hear applause for lesser Matt story. <laughs>
1: That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I don't even care. I, hey, look, we
3: got little trick or treaters here. What's up, guys?
1: Uh oh, we've got children.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Back here. No, it's- <laughs> Let me give <laughs> you guys <laughs> some stickers Hold on, hey, hey I'm going to give you guys a sticker oh, Hey, yeah. don't run away
1: You see that? If you're two foot tall You too can earn a sticker for nothing
2: <laughs> Aaron, you yeah. go <laughs>
1: Y'all have a good one okay. oh, Amber camp What was that? <laughs> I'm
9: taller than two feet
3: You got a sticker I Calm down Okay. So clearly we're out of our normal content, so we're going to harass the rest of you for a little bit. So, does anybody have something they want to talk about before I just start coming up to people and harassing them? Aaron does. Oh, I got a here. Yeah,
4: no, you can have my mic. Hey guys, what's up? Hi. Hi, so actually, I know of a haunted house in Beaumont. Ooh, yeah. Dope. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I lived there for about six months. Um, it's in Old Town, right? Which is the most haunted part of Beaumont, obviously. It's the oldest part, correct? Um, it is at the corner of Broadway and Second Street. It was built in 1901, and it's a giant piece of shit. Let me tell He you. remembers his dates and everything. Yeah. He's better prepared than us. Um, <laughs> uh, so I actually rented this from a guy. Uh, uh, my best friend, Zach, who used to do the... pot, He was planning to move in with me. We, me and Zach and his girlfriend, Tiffany, lived at a place. I was like, hey, look, guys, I found a... You won't believe it, I found a five-bedroom house... And the rent is $300 a month. First red flag. Yeah, no, yeah. that is absolutely first a red flag. <laughs> first of all, first See, of all, first red flag. He can
3: podcast with us
6: because yeah, he can clearly red discern
4: red flags. Yeah, it's like, red what
6: flag. was the advertisement for this? We're like, we have
3: all the asbestos, yeah. black mold, too. So, but, but you still wanted to move there, though,
4: didn't you? Oh, no, I, t- I totally moved there. Absolutely. I was, I was ready for this it. This is
3: why haunting yeah. is
4: poor people problems. It's, it's huge,
1: yeah. I'll tell you what's really haunting. These yeah. deals. <laughs>
4: And I don't really, I don't really care about ghosts, poltergeists, anything like that, as far as it goes, because there's never been a body in a morgue with their toe tag read like cause of death, ghost. So ghosts are just a bunch of bitches. I don't give a fuck. So oh, <laughs> uh, like, he's calling out like, the supernatural. No, like, like when I hear some weird shit in my house, I'm like, hey, you better pipe down. Or you owe me rent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you gonna, you gonna inhabit the space with me? You better pay some lights. Listen, you know? all but, of our ghost listeners out there, he is not a. Affiliated with us. So. No, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, so I'm but. Uh, no, I think you're looking at it wrong alone. We got a ringer now. So, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, I, I, I we go, um, we start cleaning the place up and everything, and then for some reason Zach's girlfriend, who is really dumb, might I add, <laughs> wants to wants to have the landlord's number. You know, she's like, This place is just so messy, I need to talk to him like you're not going to... There's $300 a month, okay? There, what, do you, what do you want? What do you want?
3: Well, I wanna, you didn't list another red flag. You decided um, to live with a friend and a and friend's girlfriend. girlfriend. So, that
4: never ends well. So it, it quickly became clear to me that the, the, the guy who we're renting from is a religious fundamentalist because when he found out that they were in a relationship... rot row. He, they they couldn't move in, right? Oh no! So they were like, "Oh man, we can't move in. We gotta find another place." Like, y'all gotta find another yeah, place. I, was about say- I can afford three hundred dollars yeah, a month. I was about to say you don't have to split three hundred a month to make it affordable. Exactly. <laughs> it's already there. So here I am, um, all alone now in a five bedroom, you know, uh, antebellum style piece of shit. Poor you. Um,
3: just I'm all getting, alone just with getting, my five yeah.
4: bedrooms. At this split. point, he's hoping for ghosts and so he can it's, split it's, the rent. It's, it's <laughs> such a.
1: At what point are you going to start subleasing? <laughs> <the
6: ghost?
4: laughs> I just subleased it to ghosts, you know. So, uh, but it's it's a really interesting building. You can tell it went through, just a lot a lot of renovations over the 110 years before I lived there. Right, there would used to probably be a grand foyer that was ripped out at one point. I think it probably was a duplex at one point too. You can see the scars from. All of the different iterations of this all house. All the asbestos that was yeah. not ripped out. Um, and so, but it's it. By the time that I got to it and I inhabited it, it was just a mismatch, and uh, it had upstore, upstairs and a downstairs, and all the bedrooms were upstairs, and there was only one staircase to it, and it was like in the back, and you could tell it probably used to be, like the servant staircase or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was in, like, the washroom, so almost off the house. You had to turn a hard 90-degree angle in a really tight room and then turn a hard 180 degrees, and it was one of those staircases that was, like, narrow and in, like, a hall, how it goes up. And then, interestingly enough, there was a door at the top of the staircase with a window, like, imagine a film noir private detective door with a window. And the first time I ever felt anything really weird was... I just didn't like that area of the house, right, where the stairs were. I would get really just creeped out when I was walking to it to do laundry. And then when I got in the stairs and I started ascending the stairs, I would always feel like there's something that turned the corner and was watching me, right? So then I would turn back around. And then when I turned back around, I always felt like there was something that would be watching me from up up top, where the where the, the door, where the window was. and like, I'm not even a superstitious person, but it got so bad, I, my, I would have my dog walk up the stairs and down with me every time. That's what it, that's what it was. I that's, thought he
3: was about to say he had the dog go first. No, that's
4: not, <laughs> like dog go first right? He's like, all right, old yeller, yeah. clear the stairs for me, boy. I would literally have my dog, Juno, go and be like, hey, you, get up the stairs. It never ends um, well
3: for the pets. I've learned that doing our podcast. No, it never ends well for the pets. Well,
4: they apparently, apparently people will tell you that dogs see more than humans, you know, that type of thing. Um, so I would yeah, have... That's just to show you that I was freaked out, even though you know, whatever big strong guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, have to tell my, I have to tell myself that. But, uh, Come on Fido's breach and clear the bathroom. <laughs> but it was really, it was, it was really weird. I would, I would get, I would get like a mental picture of this figure in my mind when I was going up those stairs, right? Like, like I knew when I every time about that, that three to five seconds before I would hit it. I would know there would be this figure up there in the window of that door, right? And it would always look the same, long, uh, straight, dark-haired woman, like in white, looking down, I I would always see that before I went up the stairs. and also after I started sleeping there that woman would like and have my dreams too like I would have like dreams about this person. We
3: talking like, like ghostbuster dreams like No, not the good that's
4: <laughs> a good kind of dreams, you
3: know what I mean? No, it was, that was
1: the key, man. not great.
4: Uh, but again it's $300 rent what am I supposed to do? Yeah, no for 300 dollars <laughs> I what will am ignore what i supposed a lot? to do. Is this place still like is it up for rent it's available no, right now? No. It isn't is happening. <laughs> if you go to 2nd Broadway you'll see like a giant piece of shit and then across the street you'll see like <laughs> a really, really renovated
6: really
3: good giant piece
6: of shit. I mean, we are basically going to find out is that this wasn't the paranormal this no. was just as, no, asbestos induced hallucinations no.
3: <laughs> three hundred dollars five bedroom a skeleton could walk down my damn
6: stairs oh,
4: yeah, and no. wave at me and i'd be like totally.
3: what's no. up bro
2: I,
4: I, so i ended up i wanted to live there forever because three hundred dollars is nice yeah, but i ended up moving to houston but uh i after i moved in i started dating a girl uh, and I, I was like, "Hey, come over, come sleep over my my you, you know, haunted chest, house without central heating, you know, in the winter time." <laughs> <laughs> um, and she did, she did. Really selling himself. <laughs> so she said, "I I like to sleep. There was I slept in the smallest room upstairs. I like small spaces where I'm sleeping. I'm weird like that." Um, he says when he's in a
3: really small box right now. It
4: was, it was actually a dog kennel, and I was like, come in here. But no, uh, that's just my king. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're laying down, we're going to sleep, and then she gets really freaked out because my dog, Juno, who I always had go up the stairs because I'm a big, strong guy. Um, but she would, she would sit on the corner of my bed and then, like, tirelessly stare into the corner of the room unflinchingly all night. And that's what my dog did, right? When I slept. And it was just, I was normalized to it. And my girlfriend was like,
3: just like, what the fuck is wrong with your dog?" Why why no, is Oh, it's
4: you, okay. He's just staring into the is, you know, abyss. Staring into the I was like, "I don't know. She just does that when I sleep." But I was like, the, "I don't the know. The dog <laughs> just The dog <laughs> just staring
3: off into nowhere, trying I don't know. to I his head around She just she just does that.
4: rent. And and me, I was like, "You know, I uh I like to just turning everything in the laundry. I was like I was like baby I think there's rats in these walls I think that Juno <laughs> have, you know dogs have I was girlfriend. like dogs have a really good sense of hearing I think she's just listening to like rats in the walls Please and she's like no nah, there's some shit in the corner of this room and you know can see I was like look I don't care what it is this $300 uh, <laughs> so yeah but she sat there and did that um, my girlfriend didn't sleep all night right I slept like a baby Uh, you know, being financially responsible. (laughs) And then the the next morning, I woke up very well rested. Uh, You didn't see her ever again. My girlfriend looked at me. I woke up. She looked over me. She said, I'm never sleeping over your place ever again. It's fair. And, uh, yeah, I stayed there for like four more months. She never stayed with me ever again. And that was it.
3: You know, staying at places Uh, like that, you get normalized to stuff. Because I used to live in a loft above a barn at my parents' house out in Viter. And there's one night that I was sleeping, and my buddy CJ was sleeping on the futon mattress on the floor with me. See, now because I didn't have central heating either, so what I did was I took a like a two by four and laid a blanket over, it and made a small tent. My buddy's sleeping where you know we're sleeping toes to face, you know.
2: Uh,
3: and I went to bed with a bag of potato chips beside my head, right? And I wake up in the middle of the night and I just hear the potato chip bag crinkling. And I live up there, so I instantly know was like, oh, it's a rat. But CJ doesn't. He's like, dude, what's that? And I was like, it's fine. He's like, no, what is that? There's something in that bag of chips. And I grab the bag of chips and whip it at the wall. And then what looked like a very drunk and confused rat walks <laughs>
2: out of the fucking
3: bag. And he was like, dude, what the hell? And I was like, oh, we see was in the bag, man, and not, not cuddled up on you. We're good. Greg, no. <laughs> you get used to it. Solid storytelling, sir. Uh, would you like to apply for a job at a podcast? We're thinking about replacing Brandon.
2: <laughs>
3: you got to, did somebody snag his mic already? Yeah. I returned it. I returned it. Who'd you give it to? He was very responsible. He gave it to me. Okay. Well, you should have kept it and we should have took his away. <laughs> Thank you for the story. Has anybody else got a story? I mean, I know you don't have as good a story as $300 rent because that sounds like, that sounds like a fairy tale. Sounds made up. Yeah, it does. It really yeah. does. I lived in a converted plantation house in Northern Indiana where I paid more rent, and it was divided into four other apartments, and I could see into my dirt floor basement through my floorboards, and it cost more than your rent. Listen, I think I saw... that's like in the winter when it gets below one out there, it's just below (laughs) zero, and you're like, I can see the dirt floor basement, and my poor homie that lived with me was living what was a sunroom there, were, there was literally nothing but windows in the cold, and he was like, this sucks. I was like, you're not paying rent. Suck it up.
1: <laughs> I about to say, I think I saw a, uh, an LG refrigerator box that was going for $300 a month in rent.
3: Where'd you put... I'm going to go snag that. This mic is eerily loud, and I don't like to hear my own voice.
1: I, I can turn you down. I mean, I get it. I don't like to hear your voice either, but... We put up with things. You're full of shit. You love me. What color is that? That pink or orange?
3: I'm on pink. See, this is spookily quiet now.
1: Isn't that
3: the It's a possibility. It is. Can everybody hear me out there, or no? Hi, uh, well, they can hear me. That's fine. So, who else am I going to shake down for a story? Or is everybody is everybody tapped out? Nobody. Not even like one time at Halloween, I got an almond joy and it sucked. <laughs> Not a single person. This guy's on his phone.
1: I believe we reached the point of uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'll oh, we were alone. long there. <laughs> Has anybody got a dead horse we could
3: beat? I am the worst person to be at a bar because I keep sitting my drink down unattended and losing it.
6: Yes. <laughs> As if someone would want a roofie, Logan.
3: Okay, so Michelle, why have you not raised your hand this because whole time? I don't really know how, like,
12: it's not crazy
3: scary. It doesn't have to be crazy scary. I just told a story about a rat and a potato bag chip. <laughs> That might be really scary for some people.
1: I mean, I would shit myself. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest. I'm not very tough. There
12: you go. Hey, look,
3: people. Hi, people.
12: Hi, Cody. Hey, Michelle. So this isn't like really. Um...
3: I know she knows how to work a mic. She's in a band. <laughs> I'm
12: trying to. I stand corrected. Too soon.
3: Okay, so I'm going to be real honest with you guys. i got to use the restroom right now. Now, So somebody else is about to be a podcast host real quick.
1: Now who looks foolish? Shut up. Hey,
3: podcast host. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Wait, you're going to the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been looking for the perfect excuse to go. Uh, you know,
4: I. <laughs> shame.
5: So, host oh, great. Uh, I, I'm Pierre. Nice I to meet
8: everybody. Maxis.
1: Hi, Pierre.
5: Hi, great. Fantastic.
1: Now that you're on the microphone, you have to tell us a scary story. Scary uh, That you've experienced. Not fake. Not like Logan's script. Unless you brought a script for all of us to read, in which case, I'm happy to critique your screenplay.
5: I see. Do you have the skills to critique a screenplay? I thought you were illiterate. <laughs>
1: Listen, you underestimate the height of my arrogance. And later or not,
5: I will critique it. I see, I see. Uh, I don't have any scary stories. Um, I was in a castle in Scotland a month and a half ago, um, right before I went into this castle. So uh, Krathis Castle, if you look that up. Right before I went in, like, a minute before I went in, I had a uh, personal tour guide that I had hired, and she was like, hey, I forgot to tell you, you're about to go into this castle about the ghost. And I was like, ha, 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 what? Because <laughs> literally, fuck that. I was like, no, 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 no. You, what do you mean, the ghost? She's like, oh, yeah, there's a ghost. Uh, she's called the green lady. Don't piss her off. And I was like, I, I, I kind of don't want to go in this castle now, but I'd already paid for it. I'm not going to waste money. So uh, I went to the castle, Uh, it's a one-way, like, road kind of a thing. So you go up a stupidly small, crazy small staircase that doesn't have a banister or anything to hold on to. They have a rope tied to something in case you fall, I guess? Okay. Which is insane.
3: I left, and Pierre was the new host, and Michelle's about to tell a story, and I walk out of the bathroom. At Michelle's house. What the hell happened? Oh yeah, we uh, yeah,
5: we, we bogarded oh,
1: Michelle's time for Pierre's story.
3: Oh, you, so Pierre, you mean you tell me you had a story this whole time? It's you didn't raise
5: it's, your hand? Barely it's barely story. has a castle. This is why I shake people down, because nobody raises their damn hand. <laughs> barely a story, I promise. Okay, so yes. Catch you up. I was barely in a story Scotland. And he's five minutes in. Hey, hey. Oh, it's barely a story, and you were in yes, Scotland? Sure. I was in Scotland for work a month and a half ago. Uh, what do you do for work? I work for a helicopter company. I it's was also
3: a story, guys.
5: <laughs> I was also in Amsterdam for work, but that has nothing to do with this no, story. Your life is the story. it's
1: uh, <laughs> happening.
5: True, true. I'm
1: anyway, <laughs> in to school and I'm you're a helicopter. You work for a helicopter company. That's way
3: cooler. Doing boring things. It was weird. Don't oh, yeah. worry about. Working it. Working for a helicopter company, and going to foreign places it sounds dull.
11: I'm living in
5: hassles. Ooh, Not mad. Anyway, so Our I was in this Renfest.
3: Yeah. <laughs> See, he is getting the podcast host treatment though, because we're tearing him down as he tries to tell a story <laughs> uh,
5: so anyway uh, you can only go one direction you can't go backwards at least that's what they said and all the spaces are like fucking tiny and I, I don't know he says fuck I'm, too I'm <laughs> I'm not small so I was walking in and they were like hey you're gonna have to bend down a lot to get through this castle and I was like of course I am of Great, yeah, so they have all these like side rooms, like you'll go up the staircase, which again is fucking tiny, and uh, there'll be a normal room, and then there'll be a little side room for i don't know servants or
3: That's I'm the not second sure. time
5: servant rooms have been mentioned: it's, it's bad. It, it was bad. Uh, so as you're going up, you'll eventually get to the top floor, and then you can go down again, there's nothing to hold on to in this winding staircase there's a rope. At least she had a rope. Amber over there doesn't have anything. It was bad.
3: Her stairs are just a hope and a prayer.
5: But there was a room, which they have like little plaques and shit that are like, hey, this is the green lady's room. She's a ghost who inhabits this castle. This is her room. And so I walked in and I was like, no, like why? (laughs) Smart man. Why would I say, there are people in the room, like all excited, like, oh, let's look at this stuff. Look at the things that were hers when she was not a ghost. <laughs> yes, they were all white people. You were correct. Uh, Scotland. Scotland only has was white in people. Scotland. There weren't a lot of black people. <laughs> uh, That's fair. <laughs> just, it, did I see anyone black in Scotland? Hmm. No.
3: The answer's always no. I don't think it was a yes. <laughs> Scotland and Ireland, it's safe to say. But they
5: had like a little plaque that was like, hey, this is the green lady's room. Like, be respectful kind of a thing. And I walked in, took a little glance, walked right back out. Because and there's always going to be one white lady that's like, I don't care if it's
3: the green lady or the blue lady's room.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, but see, that, that was it. Nothing happened. I mean, I was, again, very respectful because I, I don't want to get trapped in a castle in scotland i feel like that would happen to me so there's actually a dennis the menace cartoon movie about that exact thing uh, About a random black guy getting trapped in a scotland <laughs> no spot. it's dennis the menace trapped in the oh,
3: okay, okay i think well, dennis okay. the menace is another one of those things where it's safe to say there's probably not a black person there's at
5: least one you gotta <laughs> there, go uh, back i think you're giving dennis the menace too much credit i am yeah i'll let you continue that was that. that's it there was a castle. Um, I didn't die. Yay. Congrats. Okay. So we're going to try this again, Michelle.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm going to dub Michelle as our temporary podcast host. Congratulations, oh, oh, see, so So you can you can stay on the mic. He's about to go to the bathroom. It's fine. It can only go horribly yeah. wrong.
3: <laughs> All right, Michelle, here's your time to tell your story. It's your moment to shine.
12: Okay, so this isn't, like, particularly scary, but it's just I, I never could make sense of it. So I've been a ghost hunter for a while. And there's this particular cemetery that um, we went to about two years ago that's right over the border in Louisiana. And we went at night and uh, it was me and Shannon. And we get to this one part of the cemetery and it's probably about 25, 30 um, gravestones on the left side. And we had been around there all night. Everybody else was saying that they saw certain things here or there or whatever. I never saw anything. Like, I didn't see nothing. And I was kind of disappointed. I was like, why are y'all seeing shit? And I don't, I'm i not seeing anything. So we get ready to leave, and we go walking down the, the gravel road back to the gate. And everybody starts freaking out. There was three other people with us, and they said that there was this woman that was holding on to my um, right arm. And she was like um, looking up at my face like this, like just looking at me. And she wouldn't let go, she was just holding on to me. And they're all freaking out, they're backing up from me. I, I keep, I didn't feel anything. I could not see nothing, I could not see her, never did. So, they're like we're leaving, that, like that's enough. So I go, we go walking out of the gate and I turned around one more time before we left and for a split second, I saw her. And it wasn't some person in Victorian clothes and white flowing gowns and all that crap. It was a woman that looked like she was anywhere from 25 to maybe 35. And she was wearing jeans and a black T-shirt. She had dark hair. And it was like looking at some like, like somebody like you and it freaked me out. I was like, wow, that's so, this isn't like the ghostly Victorian stuff that they, oh, it's a woman in a white flowing, yeah. It was literally like a regular woman standing there like in this time. So we talked about going back and looking at the gravestones and maybe doing a little research later on to see if maybe we could find out who it was. It took a while, so about a year later, this was the beginning of this year, we went back. And I looked at all those those gravestones and everybody that had died was in their 50s, 60s, and 70s and there was one. And she was 32 when she died. And it had to have been her, That's that's what I think. But the weird thing is, is that the next morning after they said she was holding on to this arm and up against this, I woke up and I had blisters from all the way down here, all the way down here, and all the way down the right side of my leg. Blister, like weird blisters. I had not been out in the sun. I wasn't up in the woods. I wasn't around any kind of poison ivy or anything like that, and I had... I had never seen anything like that before, and it was only on the right side of my body. And the next day, they were completely gone. Like, they had never been there ever. They didn't itch, they didn't hurt, nothing. It was just red blisters.
3: Those are GSTs? Those are ghost transmitted diseases? <laughs> <laughs>
12: yeah. Really well, the worst kind. Yeah, but they, they were gone. I mean, they were there. I, had, I got pictures of them, all, all everywhere, and then local just local gone. Sensor? It's right over the border in Louisiana, yes.
3: heard of the cemetery in orange where the grave diggers leave a pillow in the newly dead graves because there is something they say that comes out there and sleeps in the graves before they bury people? No. It's because I made it up, but it sounds spooky, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> I was about to say, that makes no sense. Why would they leave an unburied grave? Brandon, don't crap on the ambiance. <laughs> so far, all the other hosts have done a better job than us. I
1: mean, we set a really low
3: bar. That's what we aim for. And people listen. That's Even their fault. Anybody else out here got something they want to talk about? Nobody. See, every time nobody raises their hand, then I go give a mic to somebody and they tell a great story. So there's got to be somebody out here. Because if nobody tells a story, we got to wrap it up. See, they just want to go home. I get it. It's hurtful. Actually, we still got to do the costume contest part and the raffle and all that So, everybody that's wearing a costume, let's get in the middle part of here so we can judge you. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll judge. We we need to pass judgment. We got to feel better about ourselves. Oh, the little kids are inside still.
1: Like old Susie, on Sunday after church, we'll judge.
3: Everybody... All right, <clears throat> uh, with the skinless chicken over there, you need to get up, too. That thing's wearing a costume. She's not Dude, the thing looks like a plucked chicken before you throw it in the oven. She's sweet, but she looks like a... Like I said, she looks like a defeathered chicken and feels like a nut sack.
2: <laughs>
3: All righty. Okay, so uh, everybody that's not wearing a costume including $300 rent boy. He's still not paying attention.
5: <laughs> I mean, I get it.
3: He's hurt my feelings. Well, we can't leave judging clearly up to just us. Yeah, why don't you get up there, clown girl? Go. Alright, everyone that's not wearing a costume, we need you to come over here to our side here. That means everyone. Everybody. <laughs> Daniel. He's not listening either. Holy shit. I'm going to go round people up because they're not listening to the mic'd up people. Doug, why would you assume people want to listen to us? I know, right? It's almost like it's what we're trying to do for living. If you're not wearing a costume. you are like you're
1: that crazy clothes. guy on the corner who just keeps talking.
3: Hey, Daniel.
5: Man, he is either
3: <laughs> deaf or just used to ignoring me. Dad, come here. No, we just need you to help vote, like everybody else. Just say, Maybe that's not a costume. Maybe that's an everyday wear. Uh, I'm not telling him to get up for the costume contest. I'm telling him to get over here and judge people, which jealous. he's good at.
1: You're not mad enough to wear lederhosen.
3: I wasn't talking about his costume. I was talking to him. That's fair. Okay, so... All right, all right. We got judging here. So let's go down the line and uh, get an idea of what everybody is here. This is going to make a loud noise. What are you supposed to be?
0: I'm Shorty from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. There you go. Nia Carlson. I can't speak. Words. Nia Carlson from Dead by Daylight. There you go. A pirate.
3: Why don't you say it louder?
0: A pirate.
3: There you go. It's not very piratey of you. Is it hard to talk with the fangs in? Yeah. What is it? So, what are you? Are you a vampire? I'm a vampire and
9: this is my blood bag.
3: Why don't you let him tell his own costume?
9: Yeah.
8: <laughs> are you? I'm the blood bag. Okay. No. And okay.
3: what are you supposed to be?
2: Negative
3: That's fair. Okay.
2: I'm
3: a cat. Ironically, next to the cat oh, no. is the person dressed as a cat. Okay, hold on one second. What does it feel like to have somebody appropriate your culture? <laughs> you should feel bad.
7: Poison. Poison Ivy.
3: There you go. Argyle, what's up, my man? I'm high. There, hey, you know, that's on brand. Pat Benatar. You're gone just too kidding. soon. Huh?
0: Eddie Munson.
3: Let's hear for Eddie Munson. He's a great American hero. Okay, so now, so we don't feel bad for picking winners. We're gonna have everybody help us, okay? So you guys can feel just as bad as us. So we're gonna go for second place first. Don't worry. Everybody's gonna get a sticker, but not everybody's gonna get a cool cup. So you should try it harder.
6: Just do better.
3: Okay, so for second place, all right. uh, How the fuck do we do this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, this is your idea, figure it out. Let's go first place first, That's easier, right? All right, so people here, go stand behind who you think should be first place. Absolutely. If
6: I have to feel bad, you do too. It's like, all right, everyone, let's stand over here in the corner. Now let's move over here. Yeah. Where are you going to make a move next?
1: You're really making these people get their steps in today.
3: If I can pass the buck, I'm doing it. <laughs> hey, hey, go vote. Fucking silent. No, no, I was about to stand Bob. He's more of a J.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Stand clearly behind who you're voting for. Okay. So we got, we got what, two people for cat? Daniel, go stand behind somebody you're voting for. Kane. I'll count
2: your people for you, all right? Fuck, I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: yeah, because we can't see it because they're standing hold on, behind.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Anybody in here want to help us vote for our costume contest? Come on. If you don't stand up, you should feel bad. <laughs> Hey, Battleship, you wanna come help us vote?
5: Where, come help us. Vote. for real? Don't give them a choice. <laughs> <I'm>, uh,
3: <laughs> we've established tonight that I'm good at harassing people.
1: Yeah, yeah these, this isn't go. an audience, these are victims.
3: Okay, so these are our costumes. Stand behind whoever you think deserves first place. All right, we got Clown, we got Dead by Daylight, we got Pirate, we got Vampire, we got Bloodbag, we've got the Nutsack Cat, <laughs> we've got Cat Appropriated Culture, we got Poison Ivy, Argyle, and Eddie. So pick who you like, stand behind them. I'm gonna need you two to go stand behind people also.
1: Oh, what is this?
3: (laughs) If you stand behind your girlfriend, you're going home. (laughs) If I don't. (laughs) You will be still going home just alone. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Aww. Okay. All right. All right here. I see bias. I see bias. Wow. Okay, Kane. So, find me the biggest number.
0: Hey, go stay in my hand, mom with the
3: cup. <laughs> He's struggling.
6: Counting's hard. Don't tell do what to do, Michelle. Did you just move?
1: No. I was
2: here the whole time.
3: Did you abandon Eddie? Okay, is your count still accurate, Kane? Because listen, he left the person he was. Listen, standing. my
1: vote was under duress.
5: Yes, We're gonna tie. We're
3: gonna tie. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a tie between Argyle and we got a tie between Argyle and Poison Ivy. So I'm gonna need everybody that voted for people that didn't win.
2: <laughs> it's not how this
3: is working. This is for second place. Okay, so go vote for Argyle or Poison Ivy now. One of those two is going to win first place.
5: Or or battle royale between the two. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: wish. <laughs> Logan will let people fight for our entertainment. All right, Kane, count them up. Argyle. Argyle first
2: place. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. I got,
3: got it. The cup. There you are, Guy, right there. You won you a pint you glass. Thank All right. Did that is sh- a pint glass with our little spooky trick or treater from the story earlier. And now for somebody to win the coveted Do Better Cup.
1: Well, it sounds like Poison Ivy won the Do Better Cup. So
3: all of my normal, all, no. <laughs> all, of my non-dressed, all my non dressed, all my non dressed up people come back up here. We're going to draw this out as long as we can for content, Poison yeah. Ivy. You need to pipe down. <laughs> if everyone
1: here is not right. regretting coming, you will.
3: Alrighty, we're going to start again, but we're not going to name off it. Right,
1: they're going to launch
3: an okay. investigation so into this night. Find who you think needs the do better cup. <gasps> oh, that's it. Look, look, look right here. It says it Well, he took it. It says it right here do better. Right here. Go find them. Go. <laughs> Yeah, follow Brandon. (laughs)
2: Brandon's
3: good at hurting people's feelings, so follow him. Go find who deserves the do-better cup. Second place. You interpret it however you want. The cup says do better. They're all so confused. They're like, is this second place or am I trying to hurt somebody's feelings? It's second place. Their feelings are already hurt. Just do it. You know how I haven't moved a vote for anybody this whole time? unscathed. I I You're supposed to be down there, guys. Why is
1: the skinniest guy here the laziest? That's what's not fair. <laughs> Go
3: vote. I don't want to do. Do better.
2: <laughs> Next time, take control of this and you can
3: make it up. Hey, listen, uh, I'm the personality. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, so some people are... Hey, Argyle, you won. That means you get out here and vote. Come oh. on now. i
4: are going to stay in Argyle. Come on now.
3: I mean, if he votes for you, he's smart. There you go. There's nobody out
1: here dressed up as weed, so he has no one to vote for.
11: <laughs> I mean, she's quiet. Right.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> Kane? Okay, I got two people over there that aren't voting. I, I don't want to do <sighs> Can't
1: abstaining okay. be an option?
3: Okay, Kane, get out there, round me up some numbers. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're all lined up for the cat. <laughs> The real cats. The human scrotum Look at in cat that. form. You got it anyways. Matt, poison <laughs> ivy one. Yes. Everybody that did not win something, come up here and get you a sticker. Congratulations. You do better. Got sticker, you got all three. You come up and get more. All, okay,
2: all sorts of stickers here.
3: <laughs> and then we're going to do the raffle here. So I got, I still have this. I don't need this anymore there's a bunch of stickers go take a look there is oh we have like there's like five cryptid stickers then there's a doll tober sticker then there's a cryptor treaker ah, yeah, we got it. like
6: seven or eight nine stickers.
2: stickers
6: we also have more on our merch
1: store no we don't we don't have any stickers there's on our merch store
2: stickers,
1: I don't know we
3: go to the merch store get the, uh, get the parlingois The Parlingois is my favorite cryptid, other than Spectre Moose content to come. Also a T-shirt, at least for me. At this rate, Spectre
6: Moose is always going to come. Gross.
3: Yeah. (laughs) All righty, so as said before, if you bought a meal here tonight or a koozie, you got entered in a raffle ticket for either our original Brewery, uh, Poor Brothers Brewery Cup, uh, the crypto-treater cup or this one sheathed over here. What? Well, no, where is skunk ape? He's sheathed. Or the skunk ape cup. Which is underneath the thing here. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So we're gonna draw a number here. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, for the skunk ape cup, we have got eight four one zero one one eight. I oh repeat, I've got eight four.
2: 10118. One, yeah. Let's draw again. <laughs> I wanna
1: I, I want you to know I'm not happy about this.
3: Alright, for the Port Brothers Brewery Haskins Cup, we have got we're just gonna go with the last three digit because he pointed out I was being dumb. I'm gonna hurt my feelings a little bit. One two two. Where are you at? Two two.
7: One, two, two.
3: What? are You You don't get a second did, cup. Too. God, oh, you yeah. kidding? Oh, you got your cup, you sit down, Tutu. She cheated. Sit down. <laughs> All right, I got one, two, three. Really? <laughs> if it's Amber, it's- Last yeah. three digits, one, two, three. There you go. Yeah. Now he'll come up and participate, or you'll go to him. He's like, oh, free stuff? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. All right, for the last cup, the crypt or treater. Crypt or treater? Come up go. with better names. It's Do good. better. You suck my ass. <laughs> 115. I got a 115. Oh, oh, oh. Who is 115? Is your raffle ticket a 115?
2: One, one, Somebody. Five. A... Wait.
3: Is it you again? Yeah, but we gave our first cup back. You gave no. your first cup back. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll swap it out. We'll do a raffle for the that one again then. Oh, okay. They have this one too. <laughs> they have all the cups. So we're going to go again. We've got 116. <laughs> Son of a bitch. They apparently also have all the raffle tickets. Well, see, this is what happens when you buy merchandise, people.
2: Morgan, shuffle the tickets.
3: 116. One, one, it's the both the cups you gave back. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> One one nine. <laughs> there you All go. Right. And now for the Poor Brothers Brewery, OG Haskins, the Scarecrow, the best design. Yeah. Yeah, some people. I'm not saying that because I'm the voice. Not of people Haskins who Scarecrow are Logan. His father. I'm saying that because he's just clearly the best. One twenty. Hey. Hey. hey! Congratulations, you won you a cup. Well we're all out of stuff to give away other than like we've got stickers. Has anybody here not got a sticker tonight? <laughs> raise your hand if you haven't got a sticker. This is the time to raise your hands. There you go. If you haven't got a sticker, come get a sticker. Come and get a sticker. Do you you
2: get yeah, yeah. Just
3: come up here and get a sticker. If you haven't got one, get one. Look down there we got we've got the design for the brewery event this time. We got Daltober, and then we got a bunch of cryptids getting drunk. So and if you guys want to help yourself, what? don't lean on the table, Matthew. I was falling. Manners. <laughs> I, I suggest, if you're going for a cryptid, to go for the parling walk.
1: It would be awkward, awkward if I died on stage.
2: <laughs>
3: then you could haunt the brewery. What do you got? Show me, I can tell you what it is. What is that? That's a that ghost. Is a banshee. There you go. Why don't you come up here and get you a sticker? Go on up. Pick whatever you like. Got you a Mothman? Good choice. Good choice. Okay, well, uh, unless anybody has a last minute spooky story, everybody's out there looking at their stickers like they're trading Pokemon cards. (laughs) (laughs) These
2: don't
1: have value. I got Skunk Ape, what did you get? I got a spooky doll. I got a
3: rock. (laughs) Look at them. We just let them talk for a second. Just let them soak it in.
1: Yeah, yeah. No problem. Well, started. hey, now would be a good time to plug our merch store.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, we actually have a website now, which is United States of Paranormal.com. We have our own website, which you can go to find where to listen, find our merchandise, like the shirt that Matthew's wearing right there. Uh, you can also see little bios of all of us. I think you probably learned enough about us tonight to last you a lifetime. But you can learn about the team in Indiana if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, that's how I feel about them, too. Uh,
1: sometime in the next few days, this hat is going to be going up on our merch store, as well as a, a, a fitted cap version as well.
3: And on Halloween Day, this podcast will be up on Spotify, Apple, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So if you talk, you can hear yourself if you're into that kind of thing. I don't recommend it. Oh, while I'm here, I also need to mention to people listening at home and people here that we have another podcast that is in our branch of podcasts called The Call Guys, and they are going to have a Halloween episode that drops too that I'm on where we talk about our favorite Halloween movies and if you go in there and you listen and you hear the code and come back to us and tell us the code you will be entered in a raffle to win a limited edition shirt that only you will ever have. So go listen to the call guys. Uh, If you want an extra entrance in the raffle uh, message them and say Colton suck it. (laughs) And you can win you a very limited edition shirt. It's really dope. I'll mail it out to you myself. I'll send you a stickers and a koozie too. So go listen, listen to the call, guys, on Halloween Day, and find the code. I'll be the one that says the code.
6: Yeah, we have to give you something for listening to them.
3: <laughs> I was on that episode, man. I brought
1: it. <laughs> listen, they're great. We're just mean.
3: <laughs> yeah, no. This audience knows. They're fully aware. <laughs> But other than that, I don't think we're finally done with Dolltober, and I am so ready to be done with doll content. I've said it in like three episodes at this point. I'm so done with dolls. So,
1: so far, he's talked more about not wanting to do dolls than actually talking about dolls.
3: What I really want to cover is the Spectre Moose. How many people here have heard of the Spectre Moose? Exactly. Nobody knows. <laughs> but that has been the United States of Paranormal podcast live at the Poor Brothers Brewery. Let's hear it for the brewery. <laughs> Let's hear it for everybody that was brave enough to be forced to get on a mic tonight. Let's hear it for Matt and Bose. More importantly, let's hear it for $300 rent. Yeah! Woo! This has been Logan. It's been Matt. Bose. Keep it spooky. Thank you, everybody.
10: To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment productions. Check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of The United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media. Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at The United States of Paranormal, and Facebook, The United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.